1: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
2: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
3: Style. Space. Functionality. The 2023 Chevrolet Traverse is a great
1: option for people with disabilities. It was designed with purposeful solutions that help make
4: driving more accessible. So you can get through the day comfortably and efficiently, no matter where you need to go. Chevy accessibility engineered to go forward. Learn more at Chevy.com slash accessibility.
2: This episode is brought to you by undeniably dairy. Dairy farmers are more than farmers. They're climate caretakers. They see water as a precious resource. Most farmers recycle water up to four times, from chilling the milk to irrigating the crops. And some even use technology to turn manure into renewable energy. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit USDairy.com. That's September 30th,
4: 1998. It's a day I'll never forget.
0: Hello and welcome to CORE. This is CORE, where we talk about video games, both uh, issues big and small. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. And today, kind of a weird day for news. A lot of stuff dropped today. Just today. So it's perfect that we're recording tonight, and uh, we're excited to get to it. But we cannot at least, uh, we have to, we we can't ignore the elephant in the room. And the elephant in the room is trying to fill the void, the big Diablo-sized hole that was left in the wake of a beta being ripped from our grasp. During a a two week beta period, I missed it horribly and tried desperately to do other things gaming wise that would somehow fill that void, and it never really quite worked for me. Did you, Bo, did you feel this way? Did you have a, you know?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I've played all the Diablos. I played Diablo 2. I played Diablo 3. Mm. I played, uh, well, that was the only Diablos I played, but I
0: played a lot of them. (laughs) I played Diablo 1 from top to bottom. Uh, no, that's good. I mean, I, I actually even tried to dabble in a couple of Diablo likes just to kind of, I don't know, soothe the Savage Beast. It didn't really work because all I could think of, of was, them, like, you know, this isn't as of good.
2: Them have the same great taste as Diablo 4. I really like that game a lot. Yeah. John, do you concur? I think every, everyone, well, just let me, I gotta say it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're probably talking about it a lot, but everyone saying, like, having criticism of this game They're just trying to, like, win points and earn revenue on the internet. This is a solid, solid release yeah it's really good it's very deserving of just being absolutely unbridled liking English. yeah sorry john i interrupted
0: no oh, john would john would you do you agree do you uh where do you stand after you know no, yeah,
1: putting weekends. it down was super easy barely an inconvenience like <laughs> i didn't no, no problem whatsoever i went and played resident evil 4 yeah. and yeah. uh had a phenomenal time and went oh yeah i guess that beta is over yeah. all right yeah
0: you're, you're, I go, I'll see you again in June. Yeah, you're comfortable. You're okay. I feel like I, I had a problem. I feel like Bo really had a problem about letting it go. I mean, and uh, yeah,
1: yeah, I
2: liked, I really liked Diablo 4. Yeah.
3: I really,
1: really liked really it, good. too. Like, that's not, uh, people might read into that and go, John doesn't like Diablo 4. had a great time, but there's a lot of great games out there, and it went away, and I went and played another great game. Oh, yeah.
0: A early preview, did. a preview. I mean, I'll probably review. have
1: that. War Tales, April twelfth for me. Oh
0: so, right, yeah. that dropped this week. The news that that was getting a release date. That's cool. Looking forward to that. April twelfth oh, It feels like forever. It's only two a week weeks. or two. Yeah. Two
2: weeks. But yeah, what can you do? <laughs> I, got, I filled the holes as best I could with various games. One I think that's quite good that I'll play a bit more, which is Dark Tide. Oh, I like Dark Tide. Dark
0: Tide's back, yeah, baby. The,
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, but the game that Bo liked anyway no matter what it's back the,
2: the, the game that we all said we were gonna play and i'm the only one that ended up playing
0: it i need to play it i, <laughs> I want to either. i guess you know what today when we get to that part of the show you will you will be instrumental in whether i pick it up again now or later because okay. oh, really what's we'll we'll about because my whole thing my anyone. my whole thing has just been well can can we get it to the shape it needs to be in and then i'll go nuts with it but maybe mm-hmm. that's already there and i just don't know it i you know i don't know so we'll talk about it we'll get there Uh, Before we do all of that, though, let's sit back and enjoy this. The demise of the Electronic Gaming Expo. Sorry, Electronic Entertainment Expo. It's not EG3. It's E3. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Yeah, E3. Okay, so we were going to talk about this tonight, but in the context of, oh, two more companies pulled out, oh, another company pulled out, because at this point, they hadn't canceled, and... Everybody was pulling out. Ubisoft was a big uh, news drop earlier in the week. Tencent, Sega, that happened yesterday or maybe earlier today. Uh, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo were already out. And it was starting to look like, I keep using this joke, but it was starting to look like this thing was going to be one NFT booth, a ball pit, and an outbreak of COVID. That was going to be E3. And now it's not happening at all. Today, uh, they announced it's canceled and probably dead.
3: Yeah, um, realistically.
2: Technically
0: for the second time. Just kidding. But but like, you know, this feeling... And well, yes, technically for the second time, and they haven't had a physical uh, event since 2019, right? I think. But even then, we've been talking about this for 20 years, it feels like, not 20, maybe 15 years, that E3's losing ground to, to fan events or... It doesn't understand what uh, whether it should be a fan event or just a press event or an industry event. Or even if it is just one of those things, it's not doing it as well as it could. GDC and DICE run circles around it in terms of that side of it. So what are they? Meanwhile, everybody else is just kind of doing their thing. PAX is doing their thing. And e, what's the other one? EC ECG? Whatever it is. The other big one. They're doing their thing. And then... E3 is like, wait, we're still relevant. And now they're not at all. This is going away. We're not doing E3 coverage this year. I'm a little yeah. sad. I'm not saying this doesn't make sense. And I'm not saying that this is where we were headed and we could all see this coming down Main Street. That's all true. But I'm a little sad because it still holds this place of like, ah, remember E3 where they got up and did all the huge announcements and stuff you never heard of before and, and all of that. So um, I
1: personally... I'm a little
0: bummed. Johnny, how are you feeling about E3 going away?
1: I mean, it feels like, you know, when you have a friend come up to you and they're like, hey, you know, my uh, my grandfather passed away. You're yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, how old were they? And they were 107, <laughs> had an excellent life, uh, beloved by yeah. their friends and family, right. and, uh, you know, just went peacefully in their sleep. And you're like, you know they're sad, and it's sad for them. But it's like kind of the natural course we were on, and you're so you're just sort of like, yep, mm-hmm. yep, that's rough. Yep. Um, that's kind of how I feel about it. Like I miss the fact that we like covering it as a big like chunk, where it was like we know for these couple of days we're gonna cover nothing but video games, and we're gonna talk over these press conferences, and Patrick's gonna get mad at me because I just want to make jokes, <laughs> and like I miss that. Yeah. And it is certainly messier now that E3 is gone and it's not there. But at the same time, like, this feels inevitable. Like, it's shocking that it took this long. It's shocking that it came back and it's shocking that it took this long for it to go again. Like, it sort of feels like, somebody just telling you inevitable news and mm-hmm. it's like well yeah it ran its course it was clearly no longer relevant
0: yeah there was a feeling for a long time now that at least i had this feeling that they were weren't budging on what they wanted to try to be and what they were trying to be was old school pre internet or early internet sort of event space they were trying to stay you know they're trying to be CES for games, which is what they, that's why they were created. CES used to be the place that games were showcased. And then E3 happens and they say, all right, we got our own place now. This is us. It's the nineties. Let's go. 95, I think was the first year. And uh, they just wanted to be that and never move from that. And everything else changed like the rest of the world. And I don't just mean pandemic time. That was an accelerant, but it was already happening. You know, Nintendo, if anything, are the most prophetic of uh the big gaming juggernauts because they're the ones that for a few years went, "Hey, what if we did these directs? What if that's all we did? And we didn't really have booths anymore and we didn't have keynotes anymore. What if we just talked directly to our fans because that's what this this internet has turned into?" And they were da- they were dead right to do that. I don't know how many years yeah. it's been, but it's been quite a bit. And everybody else has now followed suit. Sony, and Microsoft do it as well. And like the sat the chat just said, "I I actually prefer the separateness of it um, less than the chaos of here's the whole weekend try to try to eat it all here's everything eat it sort of feeling right. of it all and so from someone who covers it there's that aspect to it um, but it is an institution going away. Uh, Bo, do you are you going to miss your? Yeah, so hang
2: on, uh, is it is it going away permanently or is it just canceled this year? So they 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 have not used the language
0: of permanence, but. I can't see how it's any other way. They're not even doing digital this year. Like they're just straight up not doing it. And prior to this, it was supposed to be a full physical and digital event this year. Hmm. If they, if yeah. I assume that they would as a company or as an organization, never say never, but I don't see how you it come does, back. for It this.
2: doesn't seem relevant. I guess you're like, do people want to show up in person? Like, do we care that other people get to show up in person and see all the cool stuff and report back? Like when you can just blast it on YouTube.
3: Yeah,
0: that's what I mean. Like, you if you if if the three of us were going to go to, to E three and hang out, that sounds like a blast. That sounds like fun. We get press yeah. passes. We go to all the uh, appointments and booths and stuff that we want to go to, and we'd have a great time. That's and we like, cover it.
2: That's community event. Like that thing right. is primarily for industry, right? It's not people. Like because BlizzCon's still worth having because friends made around the world meet. up. I think that's why BlizzCon was successful. It wasn't because it was a great marketing thing. It's because. From my based on my experience, I look forward to it to see friends that right. are miles away. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's benefit one, not seeing the blizzard stuff necessarily. Well, that's so, why
0: that's why things like packs are big because a community is the main focus and people hanging out and playing the games. It's not a press industry event. Mm-hmm. Whereas E three is like, well, no, this is where Walmart executives meet with executives at Sony and determine this year's buy plan for what they want to do for PlayStation. Because that is how it used to work, and then also press would come, and then press was that was our interface. That's how we learned what was going on, because the press was allowed there, and the public wasn't. And then when they started finally kind of having the idea of maybe some of this should be public, they did a terrible job at it. and nobody really cared about it and didn't go that much. yet these other cons and these other events were thriving. So I don't know, they kind of
2: developed a, a bit of a, a bit of a bad reputation, sort of tangentially. Hmm. Of being a place where developers brought stuff that was not fully, you know, the Anthem debacle being, I think, one of the last ones. Oh, right. They make a trailer and have no game, (laughs) you know, like, because they want to, the PR people, the stock shareholder people, executive want to have some sizzle.
1: By a certain date.
2: To make things, to make their shareholders excited, to make people excited, but actually not have anything you know, at the cost of the actual game quality at the end of the day of their products.
0: Yeah, because you're you're not only are are you, you're feeling like you're on the spot for the event so that whether you're Sony or Microsoft, Nintendo, whoever, you had to have a thing that brought the show down, right? Like the big moment. So you had to sometimes artificially create those. EA is famous for doing that. But also you spent so much money on exhibiting there, like many, many millions of dollars just to have a presence. And at some point, I think Nintendo, you know, obviously they were first doing this, but I think they just looked at the numbers and says, what are we actually getting out of that? Like compared to us just talking directly to our fans. And I think they, they've they saved themselves millions, perhaps a billion a year in marketing funds, and instead use that in more targeted ways that, that sell more games. So I don't and know. And as
1: much as people get mad at Nintendo for, well, why did you say you were going to make a new Metroid Prime and then we haven't seen a new Metroid Prime? Um, you know, not having that artificial timeline that you have to hit, like we have to have something to show by this date, does incentivize them to not invent demos quite to the degree. I mean, uh the the thing you hear from game companies all the time is, well, just about any demo has to be somewhat artificial because it's not like It's not like game development is like, well, we've got chapter one completely done and ready to go. It's just the remaining chapters we're working on. So we can show chapter one like it kind of all comes together at the end. It's not done in segments. Um, So kind of any demo is a bit artificial, Mm -hmm. but It avoids the uh, kind of what Bo was talking about where, you know, you hear the behind the scenes of Anthem and they're like, yeah, we didn't even know what that game was going to be. We just put something together that worked in this way. And we were like, well, this is what we're going to try and do, but we got to show it at E3. Yeah. Yeah. of the Valheim like
2: took a long time, right? How how long ago was um, Breath of the Wild released?
0: 2017. It was a launch title for the for this switch so we're
2: 2023 so it's yeah. five years yeah six well years. fall of that year so uh but they we were never beholden to a date even though they said stuff and had some teaser stuff it'd been a really long time the game's been at six years is a long time yeah you know you're not gonna wait six years for a call of duty or for no, an ea game right no. so that's actually like pretty impressive um i call it tears of the valheim i don't know if we have that in our news <laughs> tears but- of the valheim It it was like you chop trees down, assemble things, and have a boat. I'm like, this is this is
0: A little bit. It is. uh, We do have it later. But
2: to its credit, I'm like, oh, that actually piqued my interest. I was like, Belheim's awesome. Yeah. Plus, this fusing of
0: weapons thing may solve at least a little of my issues Yeah,
2: you'll break weapons twice as fast by fusing two (laughs) weapons together. (laughs) Oh, don't remind me. I put this sword with this crossbow together, and up (laughs) there. (laughs) <laughs> My inventory's. I've too.
0: been grumpy about this all week because I'm trying to come to. grips I've been
2: with getting it. a lot of shit. I'm, let me tell you, I was the only one defending it for the longest time on the show until I really started playing it and saw yeah. how sucky it felt. Oh, <laughs> oh
1: man! Well, that
2: won't do anything to kick dirt up. It'll be fine. Well, what I, mean, I don't get is, I'm glad you like it.
1: I, I, I'm happy for the people who like it. I just, I don't, but that's the thing is like, if Scott says, you know, Hey guys, I don't like horror games. I mean, this is a bad example because people push horror games on Scott all the time because he screams and it's really entertaining. But like in general, you know, you're somebody that isn't Scott that screams at everything. (laughs) Um, If somebody says, I just don't like horror games, you don't go, well, no, but you have to like resident evil. Yeah. You don't. You don't turn around and say like, "No, you have to like this game." But for some reason, you say, "I don't like when weapons break in video games." And people are like, "You're missing the point. Just play the game. Yeah. You have to play this." It's like, "Well, no. It has a. There's an element intrinsic to it that I don't like in video games. Why do you want to push this on me? Been I'm been not of- going to like it. I'm not going to play it. And go. Oh, you know what? It was really like." It's just amazing. Once I started playing it, it turns out this thing I hate, I actually love all along. Right. Like, it's just fine. It's just fine.
2: They could have solved it uh, by just instead of breaking, giving it a damage state. So it does like half damage. Like, so you want to replace it, it's damaged. Mm-hmm. you don't lose it. I just don't like losing the item. Like especially you know, mid I'm, fight when you're just
0: like, Ugh, yeah, really? it's just annoying. <laughs> it's like, okay. that's why I don't like it. And there's just the thing other in other, every other way that game is one of the greatest, if not would have been the greatest video game ever made in my estimation, had they not added right. that. Now I know that there are a ton of people who love it. The people in the chat right now are like, I liked it. They break again to John's point. It's not a problem. I'm glad that it's they I'm glad that's in there for you. It's just not a Zelda experience for me and it bums me out. And so to hear this new one's not gonna you know, they're still gonna break. But maybe they're gonna help me feel a little better about it because I can tie the stick to a rock and now I have a huge hammer that lasts a little longer or something, you know? Maybe that'll help no, me.
2: I didn't mean to derail it too hard, but the example, the conversation that is, the example is that the sequel is super hyped. It took oh, six yeah. years. It's huge. Yeah. No EA being like, oh, well, this year we have to bring a release date. Nintendo just kind of like doesn't care about your feeling.
1: <laughs> On the, <laughs> the, 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 the insane <laughs> stuff that they're adding to it. You yeah. know, it's not like a sequel in the context of, you know, you waited six years for them to go. Yeah, more Zelda, man. Yeah, like they you, you do sit there and wonder until they show it, like, what's taking so long with this? And then they show it and you go, oh, my gosh, what the hell are they doing? This is crazy. This yeah. is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like, I, I watched that and my mouth fell open at points because I was just like be in a video game yeah this isn't this is insane it's pretty They're doing some crazy stuff in that game
0: what it feels like to me is that they spend a lot of time watching uh six years of videos of people doing really wacky creative stuff with the tool set in the game to launch a boulder across the world or to fly link from one mountain to another or some of these weird physics experiments that the game will let you do if you know how to tap into it and it feels like they went. You know what? The next game's going to have like that kind of crap just built in. We're just going to make crazy ways to to build stuff, make stuff, uh, create insane scenarios where you know people are going to sandbox and that stuff more than they're going to play it half the time. And I feel like that's what they're aiming for. And it looks great. Well, and it, it really. It, it looks also cool.
1: shows really listening to what your fans liked about your game, right? Like people say, I really liked the sandbox open world. So what are they doubling down on this The sandbox open world? Like it is the exact opposite of red faction gorilla where it's like, what's the best part of red faction gorilla destroying things. So what do we do for the sequel? We put things back together. (laughs) It was the most bizarre, like disconnect I've ever seen. This is the exact opposite. This is listening to you people and going, okay, we'll give you more of the thing you'd like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It has me, it has me a little bit jazzed. So that's why I've been wrestling with it. It's like, That looks crazy, but also you're leaving in that thing I hate. But maybe it's crazy enough that it'll be fine. I can live with it. And I could have lived with it. It's not like I'm a big baby here. I know that this is possible. People beat that game multiple times through. My daughter played it four times through, top to bottom, completed it four separate times, like some kind of psycho. She's fine with the breaking weapons. Although she told me, uh, because after that she played um, uh, Phoenix Rising, and she goes, Oh dad, I like it so much better when the weapons don't break. That was the first thing she said.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you if you just like something a lot, you're willing to forgive it or make concessions, right? You're yeah. willing to go, Well Well, this blemish really actually makes it adorable. But really like it's the reverse of what most games did, I think is the most egregious thing, which yeah. is like WoW got rid of ammo. Yeah, Overwatch got rid of clips. Like there's a lot of like tedium that we're like, we get it it's real it doesn't need games don't need to be realistic in every single vector of its simulation right and then you know instead of and zelda has ammo they're like let's double down and make everything ammo (laughs) basically (laughs) like that's that's what it feels like you know and it's like i get it you know uh, but having played it i'm like i don't really find it adds i think the world's just as magical with or without breaking weapons basically i don't I, i fail to see what it adds um, cause you can still tier. I mean, so See, this is my
0: complaint. chief complaint. Everyone always says, well, no, it adds to the game for whatever their argument is. But I always say it's, you still have a tiered weapon system that would work. Even if none of them broke, you start with sticks, you move on to skeleton arms, you move on to actual swords and pole arms and things that are kind of crappy, but they work. And eventually, you know, master sword comes your way or even better weapons down the road, whatever. There's a, there's a pr- progression to the weapon acquirement in that mm. game that is enough. That's enough to to make me want to get the next <laughs> but, best weapon, not worry about whether it's going to bust after three hits. I just want the next best yeah. weapon.
2: That's and it. three hits is a really low clip size, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even if it's ten, like, it should work on, like, you should be able to kill, like, at least ten mobs minimum with any item. You know what I mean? Like, ten, twenty, like... Yeah. But yes, I would pick up a stick, and it would break after two guys, and I'm like... Even the sticks in Valheim last longer than that, you know, and you can repair
1: everything.
3: Yeah.
2: So I don't know. I, just, I think it,
1: one of the, the strengths to these types of games though, is the idea that like survival is initially hard and you, you're overcoming it. And like, you can take that same logic to the weapons, right? Like, oh man, all I had was a stick and it broke and you know, it, it was so hard back in the day, but now I got this good weapon and it does things. And it, it, I think that for me personally, um, Weapons breaking is okay, as long as you have something that you can work towards that circumvents it eventually. Like, and and the fact that they didn't put that in the game, because it's like, you have the grip meter, right? Like, mm-hmm. you can climb for a very little bit and then you fall off because you're going to lose your grip or you get stuck on the side of a mountain because it rained or something. But you have ways to eventually circumvent that. Tools in the game that allow you to grip longer, um, things that allow you to do things that were impossible to do, and that's what kind of incentivizes that power progression in the world. You're better at it because you got new stuff that lets you get over these hurdles. And I just feel like the only thing that Zelda was really missing to me was something at the end and it didn't, you know, again, you put it at the end um, that circumvents the weapon breaking. Yeah. And if I had had that to work towards, I wouldn't have minded having a bunch of sticks at the beginning. Cause I knew I was working towards something.
0: Right. No. Yeah. And you knew you were working. People are master. saying
1: you're explaining the master sword. It, it still breaks. You yeah, have to go recharge. It still it.
0: breaks. And that's, that's my that's what I was going to say. If you were working toward the master sword, you're working toward a thing that perpetually breaks. Like, I'm not saying it had to be perfect, but I just think there's a balance there that didn't quite hit. That's all. And everybody, yeah. you know, everybody who, again, we're not. I'm not dogpiling people who don't who love love that system. For me, it just it 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 helped derail what was otherwise a near perfect ex- experience in terms of what el- else it was trying to do. And um, we'll see if this sequel is just a better balance of that, and that stuff just is less of an issue or less of a. I don't know, a sticking point or whatever. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm none. The, yeah, I mean, that maybe, trailer. Maybe it,
2: there's better stuff to look forward to. Who knows? You, every, every game should be judged on its merit, I guess. So this is a different release. Even if the weapons break, maybe it's, you know, who knows? Maybe you'll be, build, maybe you'll just be able to build your own raft that you can swing at people and you won't need weapons. Who knows? Well,
1: <laughs> you know, well, just fuse that, yeah. that broken sword to a rock and you'll have a rock sword. There you you got got or you it. can like, fuse, you know you can fuse is, a, yeah. you can hmm. fuse a meat To
2: a wheel and just run over people with a meat wheel. Meat wheel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that.
0: Take that, Valheim. Yeah. Back to the drawing board, Valheim. Get your next biome. Forget about the next biome. Get your meat on a wheel, you jerks. Anyway, uh, we'll see what happens. That thing's coming out in June. 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 May. Sorry, May. (laughs) May 12th.
1: (laughs) Just keep yelling months at it. It'll come out.
0: If you keep saying June, eventually May will come out. Uh, All right and no e3 e3's dead
2: and rip, rip
0: rip e3 yeah <laughs> rip e3 everybody i mean maybe next year let will see what they say but i don't think here i think you got a marketing problem now too cuz even if you came back next year with a you got a whole new plan a bunch of money infused all that
2: and then everyone's like, I can spend millions or just post to YouTube. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think this conversation perfectly exemplifies why E3 going away was inevitable. We tried talking about it, and we ended up just talking about other video games. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> That's, a, fair That's a good
0: point. <laughs> yeah, fair point. I think that says it all right there. All That's right. their level of interest. Here's more to say. This is a Patreon question from Levi Myers in our Patreon. Uh, nice,
2: Levi. What's up, son?
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> he says this. Do you guys foresee a world where MMO-style instance gaming enters another space? One of my favorite things about MMOs in the last, uh, is the 10-15 to 15 player content. I was also wondering why other games have not att- attempted it. Thanks, guys. So think of what he means. Um, Unless I'm misunderstanding it. It's like we have lots of four-player shooter looters, um, or looter shooters. We have a lot of games. Shooter looters. Shooter looters. <laughs> we have a lot of games that are full-blown MMOs, where it's giant content for tons of people. But the the 10 to 15-player experience has never really translated out to something else. Other than, I I guess you could say Fortnite is that. Uh, it's bigger scale. It's 100 people, but... 10 I'll or 15 MMO,
1: but it's not cooperative in general yeah I mean, you up, like, you're you're still you still have teams of four essentially right like,
2: that's that's raids he's talking that's raid 10
1: to 15 player
2: content is raid. like what else is there
1: right
0: and the closest ADP? to that is what like, uh, destiny or something is a is a cooperative yeah but experience. even
1: destiny i think is like four person how big oh. are their raids? I thought their I don't raids know. were still, like, fairly small. I it's think been it a long time small. since I thought I, I about don't, Destiny raids. I can't speak the Destiny. Yeah. But,
2: like, I think you, what the, thing, the, the thing you need to understand about it is, like, there are just overall less MMOs. Like MMOs were the trend to chase uh, when World of Warcraft found the money hose and sprayed itself in the face for decades (laughs) with it. And everyone, you know, it's like everyone was starting a MOBA and then everyone's got a TCG and now everyone's got a four-person. You know, I think the reason you're just seeing less of it is because while there's a lot of content like that, very few games have mastered it. And mastered the finance side, right? We had lots of MMOs come and go. Uh, yeah. Even I think Scott, you're posting about WildStar recently. Yeah, you know, like missed that game. Uh, it, it's 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 tough. It's a, I think that's a tough. That's a tough. Um, Do you think part of it just is just be, like um, so confirmed you just be like oh, let me make an MMO? <laughs>
0: yeah. So, so it's six players for a raiding a raid in Destiny. So you're totally right, John. It's much smaller. I think yeah. I think that, that that may be part of the problem. A game that relies on your constant access to it and people playing it all the time, but then requires you to always be making sure fifteen people are there in your group. Uh, yeah, it,
1: it, like barrier to entry is is huge. I mean, yeah. we're victims of it with this show. Um, we all raided together in World of Warcraft, yeah. and uh, we played WoW together. And you know what wound up happening? A lot of times we wouldn't have the full comp needed for a raid or the raid would wrap early because we got stuck on a boss Mm -hmm. and people would say, okay, well, what do we want to do? Do we want to run dungeons? Do we want to do this? How do we divide the party? And the three of us would go, you know what? All we need is the three of us and some friends that we will definitely find. And we can go play Here's the Storm mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah, like we don't right have now. to make sure they're the right level. We don't have to make sure that they're playing the right class. We don't have to make sure this and that. Like, you get 10 to 15 people, you've got 10 to 15 points of yeah. failure for you not getting to run the when content I, you when want. When I read it with you
2: guys, Tetsumi made me fill out a spreadsheet.
1: <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> That's true. And there was some notes in there about
2: make sure you have this and that and this and that. And I was like, okay. Oh, that's, that's right. I think, yeah. I mean, it's a lifestyle. And I just think games have caught up. There was an era where MMOs were like what VR is now. Like a lot of, there were a lot of gamers at that point, but MMO gamers, it'll take your life away. Like it's a, it was a level of commitment in gaming that was not common just to play online. Yeah. And to be like Tuesdays and Thursdays, I have Raid. They're like you're scheduling nights for a video game, right? Like that, now it's like, oh, that's pretty normal. Scheduling online is normal. Scheduling something for online is pretty, pretty common. Pretty normal. Yeah. At the time it was like, those people like are throwing away their lives playing World of
3: Warcraft. (laughs) Yeah.
2: You know, like that's how outsiders would view it as, and it's, it it kind of echoes a little bit the VR thing, right? It's like, it's a weird thing. You're all alone by yourself. Why would you do that? Mm. But like, it's, it's, um, that's what that is. And I just don't think. I think if you make a mobile game that's easier to get into, you kind of look at, well, here's all the, now you look at it and you're like, well, MMOs take all this work. Or like John said, Heroes of the Storm is just, I'll log in and see who's there and have a good time.
3: Right.
1: Yes, yeah. so, I mean, I mean, or if Call we of Duty wanted or to. Yeah. So
2: I think that's what it is. Yeah. If
1: we suddenly felt the urge and we were like, hey, hey what if we did World of Warcraft dungeons? We really like that. How much work would we have to go through? We would have to be throwing money and we would have Hours and days of planning, and have to pull in additional people. If I was just like, Hey, you guys, we have to give Fortnite a try because reasons, and I convinced you, we go play Fortnite right now. Mm-hmm. It would take you guys installing the game. Yeah. And you know what? We'd probably be up against bots and we'd win the shit out of our first couple matches, and it would be great. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it takes nothing to get in
2: into that era. Games. I'd have to go to the computer store. And buy
3: Fortnite. Yeah, <laughs>
2: like you had to. Inst- what? Not everything was downloadable in that way or purchasable online. So well, that's I had to get the disc. That, that's
0: true. But even look at look at the trajectory that WoW took. We keep we use this as an example of how it used to be, but it is also an example of how it is and how it is now. Is a game that has evolved to not have forty man raids, except in classic. They they cut that way down. Twenty five is now the, the cap, and even in those cases, if you can't fill it the game scales to the volume of people you have. So the difficulty will drop if you have 10 or 10 or or more than 10. But at some point, if you have less than whatever the minimum is, then you just can't raid. But they've tried to make that possible and also cross server stuff. And there aren't enough people on our server. So they fix that by having other servers connect and you being able to now pull in like Horde and Alliance people into the same damn raid. Um, They do that. These are all methods to keep that wheel rolling. Um, I think of everything in terms of, of Dyson sphere program. Now it reminds me of getting all bunged up with a process in your, in your
2: factory. You've got got logistics brain going. Yeah.
0: And it's like, Oh no, this thing's not pumping out enough red cubes. What have I done? Well, it's because you've made it, you've, you've made it impossible for it to, to go at the speed as that you have your ingot speed happening at or whatever. So you got to like rethink the way. And that's what wow had to do. Blizzard had to figure out a way to do it. And that's how players play that game now. So, I'm not surprised. Here's here's what I think the future of this is: the multiplayer co op part of it will always exist, but it'll always be kind of optional. There will always these games will always be single player friendly, and that's another innovation of WoW. I think in its early days, name another MMO you can just play on your own They didn't exist back then. Um, they all required people to be together. And I wow was like, you know what? You can quest on your own. All your classes can do it. No problem. See you later. Have a fun single-player experience. You can also do multiplayer. But, you know, we want as many people in our game as possible. I think that that will always be paramount for these games. And the cool idea of 10 of you coordinating and working together, it's an awesome idea. There's just, John's right, too many points of failure. 10 points of failure where somebody yeah. can't and come.
2: You're you're a good group. Like, there's right. also people who can who would never surface in, in polite company <laughs> trying to organize other assholes on the internet to run these groups, you know, yeah, it's hard there's drama and there's like, you know, it's just like, it's, it's not, that's the best case scenario rating with the, uh, uh, AIE. Sure. Or a good group like that.
0: Imagine we got Oops. 10 people and Bo says, my internet's out tonight. I can't play. So we have nine people that now can't do it without a 10th. And it's not like we have people who are benched waiting to be called up. It's not like we have somebody who's like not going to do anything that night, but are home and waiting just in case that John, the raid leader, is going to call him and say, Bo's out. Can you, can you come take a spot? Like, that it's doesn't
1: your explode. turn, Timmy. Uh, you're at the uh, bat
2: now. Actually, I was an alternate in the guild for a little while. Yeah? It sucks. Yeah. When you sign up for raid and you get put on the wait list.
0: Yeah, see, that does suck. It's not and fun. you're hanging
2: out questing, and then you're like, yeah, there's you know no room. And I'm like, okay.
1: That's not fun, is know.
0: it? It's fun if you're in the NFL and you're getting paid $9 million just to sit there.
1: Well, yeah. and, and that's the thing is like, wow, in its current state, they have flex rating. You can go in with, you know, weird numbers of people now and they will adapt to you. It's, it's the easiest, most accessible it's ever been. And still, if we wanted to get into it, we are talking days of prep and coordination and working with other people to make it happen. Yeah, Like it's not, and again, you compare it to a game like Fortnite or we can just go play the game right now.
0: Right. No, you're right. Which is why it was controversial at the time, but LFG, uh, no, LFR was something that was added to the game in, I want to say cataclysm and it made it so people could queue up and just be put with random people. And the game kind of ran on a very big, easy 25 man raid mode, but you're all with strangers and you got whatever baseline gear there, there was. And I think it's kind of a genius move because how else were you going to get people to play that content that you spent a ton of money and time working on if only a very small percentage of your player base cares about it enough to organize into these groups. Um, and even then they'd have their own problems like Bo was saying. So yeah, it's just, I just think it's untenable as a, as no, a key I think, aspect. I, of I think
2: Diablo game. four is a good thing to look at as an example of what to expect in the coming years, which is that's an MMO. Um, I thought I was having a good think about it this week. It's, it's to me, like the character creator is what I would have looked at for world of Warcraft two to have in terms of fidelity, Yeah, obviously more races, but if that were just the humans, if you had all those body shapes, that was a humans, you know, I would expect an MMO released in 2023 to look that good. And I expect this game to look that good, but you see that the scope is definitely reduced from something as big as World of Warcraft, right? I right. think you increase the fidelity, you lower the, the real estate, including groups, group size, but it does have world bosses, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not inconceivable that they could do 10 man content in Diablo four. It's yeah. not impossible.
1: Yeah. And uh, and so, yeah. like if
2: they have world bosses, I mean,
1: that's 25, I'll, you right? just put
2: John's uh. favorite thing in trash <laughs> which is diablo is basically a trash like it's all i mean it's it's that but actually maybe more fun because you're working on your builds and trash is fun yeah but you know you could like you could do that i'm not saying they should i'm not saying they will but to me the scale of out of any company blizzard's willing to solve those problems of how do we balance 10 people all in one place to do something, right? Yeah. They're willing to take that on. There's a ton of companies that are like, that sounds very expensive and we could do less. Why don't we do that?
0: Well, so, was, I will say my uh, favorite time in World of Warcraft was 10-man content. If you're asking me what my favorite rating era was, it was Lich yeah. King. And when they did, when they gave us 10-man rating in Lich King, played the shit out of that. I'd love oh, to. Oh, no, it's
2: great. I just yeah. think if Blizzard, I don't know what the other companies, like I know there's Guild Wars and there's MMOs out there, but I just wonder... I guess my comment is more, it might be an era that ends Yeah. this idea that any company is willing to to do that. I don't know. You know what I mean? As mm-hmm. a hobby? like, Sure.
0: The ones that are there yeah. are all doing fine with what they got. <clears throat> the question is, if you're sitting down today and you're like, guys, we're going to design the next big game as a service. And it's a fantasy game. And it's uh, an RPG. It's progression. It's all this. Your design document, I don't think, looks like EverQuest or WoW. I think it's a totally yeah, we'll different animal. You have
2: 25 now. people together doing a giant raid. It's like, yeah. Yeah. That sounds like we're going to have to p- pay for a lot of server equipment or something, you know, like figure all that <laughs> stuff out. Yeah. hire 10,000 balances, you know. Balance there is something designers.
1: prestige about that feeling of, I mean, it's, it's kind of the reason why you like um, Planetside
5: so oh, much. was yeah. the scale of it, right? right. Like yeah. there's something the to be said awesome. about
1: scale. In, in games, whether that's there's no question you know, that it's a awesome. ton of people yeah. down, but there's just there's a lot of logistics to it. And, you know, I, I think some companies have found really good ways to do it. Um, but even, you know, like, I think Final Fantasy 14 does it great. But even then, if I said, you guys, we need to get into rating on Final Fantasy, that's hours of work and still some logistics less. But. Still some. Well, that's because
0: and- those are your whales in that game, right? You need you have to help those people. Even though they may represent a small percentage, they're a big part of what makes an MMO sustain itself is you've got to keep those hardcore players really happy. And if I'm sure if you broke the percentages down, let's say in Final Fantasy, <clears throat> but I think it's probably true of WoW or anything else, if you broke down the percentage of player types, you you've got a huge group that are kind of just middling and doing everything they, they can do on their own or with a couple of friends. And then there's probably... I don't know what the percentage is. It's probably 10%. Maybe it's higher in Final Fantasy. I don't know, but...
1: It probably is higher in Final Fantasy for reasons about how it works, but it's still not 100. Like, it's still fewer players across the board. I think
2: that still takes passionate talent to work on those kinds of scale games. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know even Planetside 2, because you brought that up, um, they had to leave Sony to get that done. You know, they had to, like go independent, seek investment funding, get that done. So I don't, there's absolutely no appetite whether they were a Sony studio to do that. Yeah. Sony's kind of out of that
0: space now, right? They don't do any,
2: the SC. Well, Sony Online left, right? So it was Daybreak, they turned into Daybreak Games. I guess they bought themselves out or something. I can't remember what Smedley did, but.
0: So I don't think Sony has, that used to be like their PC arm and now they don't really have that.
2: Yeah, like Sony. Like people forget, Sony Online was EverQuest and PlanetSide, and I mean, I don't know the entire history, so maybe at some point, but there was a point in history where Sony Online Entertainment was a branch of Sony that did MMOs. Yeah, it was no like of them. It, it's like it wasn't just games; they only did online games during the era of modems. <laughs> like <laughs> it was a whole arm of Sony. You mm-hmm. know, they they actually had a really you know with that studio. A very deep credibility in PC gaming. In fact, yeah. Listen to what, uh, what they was had. The one before um, DayZ, uh, there was that other game that, that was a real big hit for them. What the zombie one? Oh,
0: before Night DayZ. For Life.
2: Oh, before around know. DayZ, they had a big hit for a uh, little while. HZ or H1Z1. H one Z one. H one Z one. That's right. Yeah, that's right.
0: So here are their games. This is actually a pretty good list. EverQuest, EverQuest Two, Matrix Online. Rest in peace. Yeah, uh,
2: Matrix. I love Matrix Online.
0: Yeah, Planetside, Star Wars Galaxies, Clone Wars Adventures, Free Realms, Vanguard, Saga of Heroes, DC Universe Online. That's still going. Planetside 2, H1Z1 Just Survive, and H1Z1 King of the Kill. And recently, oh, they also now have Dungeons & Dragons Online, Magic the Gathering Online, and Lord of the Rings Online. That may have been a post-Sony thing, but those three. But yeah, Daybreak is still... A- there
2: was an era when that was Sony Online Entertainment for like... yeah. Long like time. the year 2000 to like the year 2015 or something like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's see. 20 uh, Let's see. They acquired. Um, this started. Okay. 95 is where they acquired it. 96. They had somebody put in charge. Blah, 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 let's see. So late 90s. And then. Oh, wow. Founded December 17th, 1, 1997. So 25 years ago. Basically my daughter's age. And then. Where did they get rid of it? Oh, 2015.
2: 2015. I nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> like, good job. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was around the time, I think Planet Side 2 launched first, but they left and Smedley made it. I remember Smedley made a video where he's like, we're going to have big carry. He had all these like crazy plans for Planet Side 2 that are not in the game. They're not sad, there.
0: Yeah, that's man. a bummer.
2: I guess they but also. because yeah. they, they went to some investors and were like, we want to put crazy ass carriers in this game. It's going to... we need about. Five million, and everyone's like, "Yeah, we'll just keep our five million <laughs> you know, or whatever." Like, yeah, you know, it's hard to make uh large scale content. I think it's a big hassle. The return, the return on investment, it's probably much lower unless you are a hit, which is like kind of all of gaming. But I just think MMOs are too risky unless you're the one with the money hose at that given day. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. They like I don't think we get a World of Warcraft two. I think even Blizzard thinks making World of Warcraft two is a big risk.
0: Oh, I guarantee it. I think the reason think Titan... That's why took Diablo dump, is
2: what it is. It's kind of a... To me, Diablo is like a midway point between a single game release and an MMO yeah, offering. I agree. You know? Yeah.
0: I agree. Well, we'll see how that all plays out come June, but um, enjoy your new MMO uh, addiction, Diablo 4.
2: <laughs> Hang on. I got a question. Go. <laughs> if an online World of Warcraft offering, sorry, meat and pepperoni. Oh,
0: a, oh, okay, gotcha. I was like, that he is a said pregnant he only pause. does it
1: during the pre-show, but now they know.
0: Now they know. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> if there was a second, like a World of
2: Warcraft Two, maybe not called Two, but World of Warcraft Colon Something, that was a sequel online, just like the World of Warcraft you knew, yeah. But it was the scale and scope of Diablo Four had high fidelity, right? They're like, we can't make things as big as Azeroth. We can't do 10 person raids. You're going to get four person dungeons, but it's still online and you still do questing. But, but then the graphics are higher, but the amount of real estate and maybe content is contracted because of, you know what I mean? Like if it looks like Diablo four a bit, not that that game's out, but I think we have a good sense of the what the scale of that thing's going to be. Yeah. Do you think that's better or worse?
0: Oh man, I mean, I would play the shit out of it if that's what you're asking. But do I think it would it's be worse? good? I
2: mean, we know Blizzard does hit, you know rarely misses, but um, would you still be happy with that in lieu of just full World of Warcraft? 2? give me, give me like a gigantic sprawling MMO. See, that's a hard call. If they were, if they were like, that's too expensive, we're not going to hit big again like we did last time. We're just going to please. Our core audience, I mean, hit big. They still hit big. I mean, for them, yeah, right. Like they're they're you know, would you would you take an offering like, you know, what we think Diablo Four is going to be for a sequel? I mean, obviously, is yes. I guess just are you happy with that? I'm
0: happy with it. Let's say Wow. Okay, in a world where Wow never happened, and we're still playing RTSs in Warcraft, and then they announced, Hey, remember Diablo? So let's just change history uh year after next year it's like hey diablo 4 is a huge hit and guess what we're bringing we're bringing warcraft to the to a, to this same sort of thing i mean it would be a gigantic deal and everybody would be stoked the problem is you have this nine pound gorilla called wow that already exists and it's hard to picture just from okay a marketing let's just say standpoint. that
2: also no more expansions we're done with world of warcraft
0: so it's done <laughs> it's now in maintenance mode it just exists is that what you're saying.
2: Yeah. World okay. of Warcraft's going into maintenance mode, and the new offering is World of Warcraft, um, you know, semi world, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like obviously something cool, but the, like the scope of it's narrower is what I'm trying to say. Like, you get the launch title, let's say, is the size of an X pack and not a full. I mean, MMO. okay, I'll you know say I mean? this
0: I would play it and would be interested in it, but I would be very wary of the the community is going to be one loud, big pile of shit for the rest of right, time. because everyone's
2: going to be like, back in my day, World of Warcraft was the whole world. You yeah. know, like are you, like, are you team like, yeah, they suck for doing that? Or are you like, no, no, this is how gaming has changed, so I accept it?
0: I think I would be a little more to the, this is how gaming has changed and I accept it, but also I would base it on the merits of the actual game. Like the game would need to be good and, and show me what it's got and be compelling and all of that before I could make any call on it. But, I just know, given that we all we all have we all have bullhorns now, and everyone's gonna say the stupidest shit in the shadow of that, it right. would just be so unbearable, oh my gosh, dude. that's what I'm
2: asking you guys, and not them though, you know, like John, what do you think yeah
1: i I mean for me i I think the thing it's easy for me to say because I have basically zero interest in World of Warcraft at this stage, so it kind of doesn't matter whether it's bigger in scope or smaller in scope. A new game is by default more interesting than this kind of known quantity that I'm no longer interested in. But I I mean, to to what Scott said, and I know you're trying to narrow it onto me, but like, I read an article this week uh, about how the new resident evil is getting review bombed. And I was like, well, what is this? Is this because, you know, Louise doesn't comment on Ashley's boobs and now the don't go woke people are upset. (laughs) And I read it, And the funny thing is, is this article was like, we really don't know why it's getting review bombed because a lot of people are complaining that it is not faithful enough to the original game. And then a lot of people are complaining that it is too faithful to the original game. And I think that that is exactly what would happen if Blizzard tried to make a World of Warcraft 2. You would have a bunch of people that would be not my Azeroth this isn't it and you would have a bunch of people going uh, you know this is just they're just milking this again it's just Warcraft more Warcraft and I don't think people would find the happy medium that would need to be found for it um but I do think I think in a world where they say we're done with World of Warcraft then I think the issue of scale becomes less important mm. um It's still going to always live under the shadow of, like, if you get into Warcraft 2, right? And you go, well, there's no Dungeon Finder. Mm. Assuming that mechanically makes sense for that game, you Mm. immediately go, why are there features that were in World of Warcraft that don't exist in this game? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, I would say scaling back might be like, now there's no more Horde and Alliance. Everyone's on the same team. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, to me, that's a, that's the future of of MMOs. I think that's, I think that's important. I think that making two faction MMOs is a bad idea going forward. And I think if somebody goes, here's our new MMO, so we're going to be splitting you into factions, they are already behind the times. I think that is piss poor design. Made sense for WoW back in the day, doesn't make sense anymore. And I think WoW needs to get away from it. Yeah. And they, they're trying. They kind of are, it seems yeah. like there's logistics to it because I'll tell you, I don't know this for a fact. Maybe Scott has an in and can find out I for can me. Find out, yeah. I, I don't know this for a fact but I get the impression that they wanted to get rid of the faction separation like an expansion ago. Oh, I'm sure Because I got an achievement telling me the war was over. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I can put a title on my character that says veteran of the whatever war they've said, the, the war of Warcraft is over. We're done. You're we
0: yeah, you in my head is too. I think when battle for Azeroth was quote unquote going to end, I think it, I think that there were, dis- I don't know this for sure, but I think there were designs internally to end it in a bigger way and say the faction war is ending, the battle for Azeroth is over. We've all agreed we're living here together, and now we got to fight existential threats that have nothing to do with each other. I really think but, that that's what they were aiming for at some so point. The, the
2: next one is going to be called the United Kingdoms of Azeroth, yeah, or something like something like that. that. And Bo, I, I like got your idea. That impression
1: is I well,
0: like your yeah. one big city. Let's call it Storm Grimar. I like that. So <laughs>
1: oh, oh, ogre Wind. Ogre <laughs> uh, Oh, man, that's a stinky setting. Ogre wind. The
3: Ogre Wind. Yeah, yeah oh, but you know Lord. what I mean?
2: But, like, instead of having huge continents of questing, you'd have really streamlined stuff, you know, like stuff people would complain about. But, you know, that's just sort of how I picture it to make sense for all the other fidelity to come into play because Diablo looks like that I look at Diablo 4 and I'm like well they could have made it 10 times bigger sure like <coughs> look at that tiny not.
0: that tiny little beta area though is kind of it's kind of impressive to know how much more of that game
2: we have there's going to be here. a lot of real estate but I've some people's reaction to that map is that's it you know like so I'm like that's that's a lot I mean you like know this is not an MMO this is 80 bucks and done. Right. But I'm, I'm telling saying, you, that's not even represented there, a month.
0: That's all you know? just above ground of overworld anyway. Like there's so much stuff that's hidden in that map, like underground, everything. Yeah, randomly and there's going to be
2: six stuff. acts. So there's a rumored hell map as well. That's not showing on that map.
1: Yeah. But. I mean, it's one of those things you can't, people aren't going to be able to get past their initial reaction. You look at something and sometimes you go, Oh, that doesn't look very good. And sometimes you get proven right. And sometimes you get proven wrong. But I think by the time we get done with Diablo four, we're going to know whether that map is too big, too small, or just right. No. Yeah. I just think, you know, if I think, because I, I I had that
2: impression with Diablo formula, this is like a spiritual successor, not in IP, but in game design
0: mm.
3: for
2: what, what a future WoW could look like. It's the scale and scope of a WoW installment that isn't the MMO.
0: You know, what, I just figured out a way to answer your question and do it properly. Screw War- Warcraft's had its day. It's a still an MMO. Let it be its thing. It lives on forever, even in maintenance mode. Here's what you do. You make me one of these, but in the StarCraft universe, now we're talking.
2: Hell yes. Well, you know, look.
0: Oh, my gosh, We're making
2: dude. something like that, and it got canned. Mm. And if there's, you know.
0: One day we're getting it. I'll be
2: dead I, I, probably, I didn't see what it looked like. I don't know what the problems are, but I can tell you from where I'm sitting, my, my fat ass, that was a big mistake. Yeah. You, <laughs> I, I, throw, I, would, I bought StarCraft and StarCraft cartooned. I haven't touched them. I just bought them because they're wait, so wait. Starcraft and there's Starcraft a buy button. All right. Is that what you
0: call that remaster of Starcraft cartooned? Is that what that is that's what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah,
2: there's Starcraft remastered <laughs> and there's Starcraft cartooned. I probably said it all messed up, but uh <laughs> Something like that. I love it. I you know a little while ago, I didn't really talk about it on the show because I don't say everything I do, especially when it comes to just blowing money and not getting any value out of
3: it. Right. <laughs> He's, but, not like He's, He's not like
1: me. He's not, not going to tell you all his bad financial decisions,
3: like no. buying well, I mean, Star Trek
2: you know, Online Lifetime. Subscription. Not that I most hiding it, is I probably just forgot. Because but you know, I talk because I talk about my expenditures. Sure, but I did buy Starcraft and Starcraft Cartooned. I haven't played them. I don't know why. Just one day, I was like, I really like StarCraft. Maybe I'll play it. And I'm like, give them money. And I think a lot of people feel that way about StarCraft. So Why would you cancel? What? It sounded awesome. Mm. You know, yeah. you know, heaven forbid canceled, Blizzard
1: tank their reputation at all by b- releasing a subpar game. Yeah. You know, Games that can be canceled could can
2: be uncanceled. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, you know, give me StarCraft, please.
0: I would t- look. I'd be. I'd play a build of because uh, apparently that thing was just about dumb. But StarCraft Ghost. Was done, and they canceled it. Well, let me play a build of that, even if it looks like a GameCube well, game. At this
2: I don't point. think we want that anymore. That's like PlayStation, early PlayStation era graphics. Yeah, <laughs> but I
1: want, yeah. I played original Resident Evil four this week for footage capture and. You can't go back, you guys. Sometimes the, it's
0: pretty sometimes ugly. I played,
1: I played
2: RE4 in VR and it was pretty bad there. Too, yeah,
0: it's know. ugly. No question. Boy, that new intro looks nice, though. It's funny, though. You kind of still need to go. I, I would recommend this if you're playing and going, well, I'm not sure what's different. Visually,
4: <laughs> go play it. Go play
0: it. Yeah. Like or just get a YouTube mostly
1: a or for the controls, because I think a lot of people assume that Resident Evil 4 is like, no, that's where they figured out the action game controls. It is not. It definitely became more of an action game, Mm -hmm. but did you know you can't use the right stick to Mm -hmm. turn Leon? Nope. Mm -hmm. You have to use the same stick you used to walk forward to turn Leon. He operates like a tank.
0: He's a tank. Everyone thought, oh, four gets rid of tank controls. Nope, just a different Mm -hmm. tank.
1: It's just a different, yeah, it's a dressed up tank. It looks better. It's got better hair. It's a better looking
2: tank. The merits of four were not in the controls. They were in the ambition of the
0: yeah design. it broke ground very actiony
2: and yeah yeah, yeah. It was good
0: i'm excited yeah. to talk about that one today because i have some i have some thoughts thus far into that thing also about breaking weapons but we'll we'll get to that uh, Thank you for your question <laughs> levi it's definitely went places today and we appreciate our patrons very much patreon.com slash core show if you are trying to be one of those people who put a question in there that we answer all right all right time to talk about the games we played this week Uh, Let's start with some shared gaming. Um, Let's get Diablo Four out of the way first. uh,
1: Yeah, let's do that.
0: Second beta week uh, weekend concluded. The final classes were available: the Necromancer and the Druid. And uh, I had a very—I'll tell you my experience because it's very brief. I had planned on having like a hardcore weekend with Diablo Four. I was like, I'm gonna pick one of these new classes. I'm gonna go nuts with it and really play it and have a bunch of time set aside for it. And I ended up playing the Druid for a little bit. Uh, I like him okay. I think he's way underpowered right now, though, and just gets murdered a lot, and it's just sort of slow, and I don't know. I kind of have a problem with the Druid. I think he's rad-looking and does cool stuff, but I think he, he needs a balance pass a few times over. Um, but I didn't spend that much time with him. This feels like two in a way, because this is how I was in two when he came out. I just was always underwhelmed with the Druid. I don't know why. can't explain it. I should love him. Just not my thing, I guess. But the Necromancer? Ugh, I was in heaven. The minute I picked him up, the new Necromancer is awesome. The uh, the the aesthetic and tone of that Necro is dead on for what it should be. Uh, he's creepy as hell. I like all his abilities. My only complaint about the Necro ever in all of these games is I think the corpses that get left for you to see on your screen are too big and obvious. And I think it's just kind of cartoony. And I wish they would st- scale that back. I don't need a whole fat freaking cow torso for every. Tiny little skeleton I killed. I
2: think they do that so they stand out during intense play. Oh, I'm yeah, sure of it. I think I'm that's sure of for.
1: It. I think that's for the get good crowd, Scott.
2: Yeah,
0: I just wish I could control it and say, "Can I have half that? Can I have just like a little give down there?" Skeletons.
1: Yeah, a little. Maybe baby guys.
0: that's a
2: cosmetic. Maybe there'll be corpse cosmetics.
3: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> was-
2: I mean, now that I say it, I'm like that could be a cosmetic. Actually, there's one. You wanted corpse, or what What did you want? Smaller ones?
0: Smaller versions of those bloody torsos. <laughs> I just want whatever that can be. I don't know if they'll let me do
2: it or not, but it's a small one. might let you make one. You're an artist. Maybe. maybe. You can- make your store. own
0: sure oh i'm sure blizzard will get back to letting us make our own mods that'd be that'd be
2: uh, well not mods but they have created like hero store with stuff you know you're not nobody you hosted the damn warcraft q a oh yeah i be like listen i'm scott johnson i want my corpse on your store
0: <laughs> i'm sure it'll work it'll all work fine <laughs> um but anyway so uh the necromancer feels amazing and looks incredible and plays just so well so what i what happened to me is i played that for about an hour and a half and went what am i doing I don't want to see anymore. I know what I want now. It will be my class at the day one. Will be the necro. It'll all be all I care about for a real long time until I dabble with others. And I don't want to see anymore. I've seen enough. This my beta ends here. I said, and I got yeah, out. Yeah,
2: you broke my heart, Frodo, when you start talking that way. And I don't mean it. It's like I'm having a bad time. And
0: not at no, all. No, I know and you don't need it, but it's
2: just, it's just you know, yeah, you got this early access. You have this rare privilege. Of the, well, no, it's not a rare privilege. You know, it was right
0: open now. beta. Everybody <laughs> had You it. can go to <laughs> KFC
1: and get it.
2: I'm, just, I'm trying to be dramatic for the lulls a little bit, but nothing. Oh, I'm right. This was is the open
1: sense. one. Anybody could get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But still, just just you have the
2: opportunity to play, and you're like, you know, I'm good. And I'm like, oh. I know. Shit. No, I'd look. You're not play for two months. You better get it in It wasn't
0: easy for me. I was actually just like, can I just... Be happy knowing that this is this is exactly what I asked for. This cl- this class, the way it feels, everything about it, it's exactly what I asked for. And I don't want to eat too much of this beta because I want to see this stuff for the f- some of it I want to see for the first time. I want to experience it all the way through. Like I just mm-hmm. I got out of the beta head and went. I'm not be- I'm not testing anymore. I'm now waiting for this game to come in.
2: Yeah, I mean, and the one, there's one aspect in which you're wise in that you won't have to do double the altars of Lilith.
0: Oh,
3: yeah, uh,
2: that's right. You know, everyone's, and a lot of the talk is like on every playthrough with every character, do I have to tap all the towers of Lilith? with <laughs> <laughs> statues, I only want to do it once.
0: Yeah, one time only, <laughs> please. But um, yeah, it's, uh, I had a really great time with it. Bo, you probably spent the most time. Uh, in the second yeah, weekend, I how did played, to, how to uh,
2: go. I played Necro for two about level 10 or 12. I played, uh, Druid up to about level 23. I couldn't make it the whole way. Yeah. And I played my Barb again, <laughs> yeah. I played a lot of Barb. Yeah. Still, um, still like the barb, eh? Yeah. The, the, the talk about the Druid being kind of sucky is definitely, I can confirm the Druid is under tuned damage wise for yeah. sure. There's something going on with him. Um, I'm not quite sure what it is. Although again, we don't have access to the level 15 expertise that might've changed a lot. Yeah. But, um, I actually really like the Druid. Um, uh, I think the Druid is awesome. Yeah, his kid his is cool. His,
0: he just feels like he was swinging a wet banana. At
2: but anything. It, yeah, it his, his just, the I uh, wasn't like even Barb, because like, I, like I played Barb and I thought Barb people were like selling short. Barb is amazing. Uh, compared to the Druid, it's like, it's like you have less tools. I mean, I wasn't playing the spells as much as I was playing werebear, werewolf, like fighty Barb. Yeah, but it definitely, I definitely felt like a a weakling. No matter what I did, it was kind of rough. Yeah, um, mainly because you have less like defensive tools, I find, and less mobility tools, and uh, so I think that probably needs to be looked at. But it was still fun. Like I love the flavor. Oh my god, I love being a werewolf. Oh yeah, the werewolf yeah. is so well animated and cool and it's like playing gray mane in wolf form but constantly the class vibe it, is I real really strong
0: it's a strong vibe it's like they're getting that dead on i love him he's big and hairy yeah. and fat and,
2: and like, i've been trying all the classes in d2r because i'm comparing a lot of notes between this and d2 yeah. and um it's pretty much all the same abilities in d2 and it's except you only get two wolves in in d2r i've got five wolves now yeah. Um. So I hope they increase the wolf amount. That was the main draw, was just getting pet wolves. I'm like, oh, pet wolves are awesome. <laughs> I just, yeah. You know, Necro's got skeletons, but I actually kind of like the wolves a little better. Like, Druid's edging it out for him. Like, all this talk about loving Necro, but man, the Druid's kind of kind of a dirty badass like he looks like he doesn't shower you know, and yeah like, for it's, sure it's kind of awesome and it's on i'm i'm sure the necromancer doesn't shower either but
0: <laughs> no he showers we can all be friends. Just the i'm blood not gonna make enemies. this a, a yeah.
2: coke versus pepsi thing i just i favored the druid and uh they both have lots of pets so. yeah yeah i'm trying to think oh of the all spirit the- generation sucked oh yeah spirit generations john will know what this means because he played lots of monk which is the same thing right you know you have to punch to get the spirit mm-hmm. up mm-hmm And I felt spirit starved constantly. Everything was expensive on spirit cost. And then I was running out constantly. Again, we're on barb. I can, you know, I have a lot of options that don't require rage and such, but anyways, right.
0: It's uh, that was another thing I meant to say is I did feel like I was out of spirit. So I was always meleeing without any, without any special, you know? So I felt like I was just like, okay, well, let me whip him with a noodle for a minute. Oh, I have enough spirit to do, you know, one thing. Okay, cool. I'll do that. Oh, I'm out again. Like that happened a lot, John. Did you play this at all? Mess
1: with these two classes? I did. Yeah. Um, so i I was really looking forward to Druid. Um, it was a it was a favorite class of mine in Diablo 2. and so I was I was pretty excited to get in. And uh, Druid is not my cup of tea. Mm. Uh, I thought Druid <laughs> looked stupid as hell from <laughs> the moment I showed up carrying my dumbass block of wood. It doesn't have any uh,
3: boobies. Yeah
1: to uh to like walking around with my dumb block of wood and i went first with like an earth build and i was like yeah and rocks were ripping out of the ground i was like badass (laughs) and then like you would think a rock ripping out of the ground and hitting something in the face would do damage and it did nothing um and i was like well this doesn't feel good so i tried werewolf and that Looked cooler, because now I didn't look like a dope carrying a block (laughs) of green wood. And uh, then... I, oh, yeah, the it, margarine. I called it margarine. I was like, is it like a little <laughs> green thing of yeah, wood?
2: Like, it's like there, if there's, they put tons of effort into everything in this game except the first item the druid gets, which looks like wood or a stick of margarine. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> the, the gray a gray uh, rectangle. Yeah, and then and
1: then I replaced it, and it looked like I was then this dude just carrying around a little dolly. And I was like, okay, I do not feel cool at all. It's like a block of wood or a dolly. Um, so I didn't like the aesthetic. I didn't like the look of the character. I didn't like the look of the things I was carrying. I personally didn't think the werewolf looked insanely cool enough. I like. I thought it looked fine. I, I guess that's not the point I want to hang on here. But... Um, I just I tried a bunch of different builds with the Druid and very quickly learned uh, I'm not excited at all about the Druid, about as the it Druid. turns out. Mm. Also, anybody who has heard me talk about this, because I was excited about the Druid, and I think last week and maybe even the week before, I was like, I'm excited about the Druid. I mm. played Diablo 2, where it was just, I guess people call it the flaming meatball build. I didn't know that, but mm. Druids used to have in Diablo 2 this ability that would call down a giant boulder that would roll across the screen and leave a giant trail of fire behind it and that was how i played my diablo 2 druid that was my favorite ability and uh the boulders there it is not on fire and so i am not happy (laughs) about that uh it's you know everybody else is like yeah it's got all the things i love from when i played this in diablo not me it's Mm. missing a key feature that Mm. ball until that ball is on fire i am unhappy uh so yeah i didn't like. I didn't like my time with Druid, but here's what happened. Mm. Um, I said, okay, well, I don't want to make a third rogue because I've already done rogue twice. Um, And I knew I wasn't going to play Necromancer like Necromancer. It's bottom of my interest oh, like John. I everybody loves the Necromancer I hate it I've oh. never liked the Necromancer in Diablo 2 and they added it to Diablo 3 it is not my class there's nothing wrong with it it's on just a technical not your level. thing right. I just don't like it you'd feel the same so, way if
0: there was a book and and the book said uh, uh hey I'm writing this book and there's two characters in it which one are you gonna fall in love with this roguish character or this Necromancer you're it's still the <laughs> rogue right like that's just it's, you.
1: It's like this. It's like if they put a class in Diablo Four called breakable weapons. We know Scott's not going to play it. Like it's just the same thing with me. Yeah, uh, I just wasn't interested. So I was like, well, okay. Um, I'll actually play one that I wasn't particularly interested in, and I played the Sorcerer, mm. and I did not think I was going to like it, and I loved it. The
0: sorcerer's and awesome. I
1: wound up playing it to I think level twenty three. I might have gotten it higher level than any of my other classes uh cuz I think rogue I topped out at 22 the sorcerer was insanely fun yeah i could not believe how much i enjoyed playing the the sorcerer um and it, it shocked me cuz like the caster in diablo is usually like bottom of my interest yeah. list yeah. Uh again, necromancer kind of falls into that because I don't like the pets, so I always end up being a caster necromancer, and then I'm like, well, this is just a weird caster. I don't like this. Sure. Um, and I I couldn't believe like the mobility, the damage, the flashiness of the spells. Um I love it. Yeah. Uh Sorcerer's I great. did the world boss, I didn't die. And, like, compared to... I've, I did the world boss twice. First time Bo and I did it, and I was dying every 10 seconds. I had to go back to town in the middle of fighting the world boss, get my items repaired because they had all broken, and then go back to the world boss and keep fighting it because I died so many times the first time uh fighting it. Second time, no deaths. Nothing. Felt like a badass in there. Yeah. Uh The sorcerer was just, like, crazy cool. Um, I do think... All that said, I think I'm gonna probably play rogue on release. Yeah. Um, I think I think I'm gonna play a ranged rogue. I think that's where I kind of found that happy balance of um, legendaries I liked and gameplay I liked and all of that. But I I had such a good time with the sorcerer. It made a real strong case for me because I was. So I wanted to ask everyone their their
2: their one to five lists of preferred not. Which one is the best that everyone should play? But like just favorite to least favorite. Uh,
0: Sorcerer, or sorry, Necro, Sorcerer, uh, Rogue, Barb, Druid. That's where I'm at.
1: I would say Rogue, Sorcerer, uh, Barbarian, Necro, Druid. Oh,
3: Druid's at the bottom, man.
0: I mean, that may change at launch. We get a a good balance. Go ahead, Bo.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, it's a Barb, Druid, Rogue, Necro, Sorcerer. <laughs> oh, sorcerer, last. It's just funny how different wow. it is. It's fun. Yeah. You know?
0: That's good, though. I think that's a good sign. They, they, they're they making classes and, and and how they feel. I to, mean, I want uh, I want them to bump
2: up the Druid druid numbers. He definitely felt weak, but I still think he's really cool.
0: Yeah, and the is OP by all accounts. Like, at the moment, that thing is just out of control,
2: at least in the beta. One of the cool things I was able to do is you can give them green-tinted skin so my druid kind of looked like a horde orc Mm -hmm. without the tusks Mm -hmm. like she was green she had the wolf head armor that you would see on you know tribal orc horde orcs right horde i like horde shaman shaman i guess is what i'm trying to say shaman 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 Shaman, mario mario i don't know i'm I'm a shaman shaman something like that um i'm ashamed of your shaman that game's great
0: and uh can't wait for June. So hurry up, are We probably won't talk a lot about you until you hurry up and make that game come out. So watch for that.
2: Also, uh just a, a little humble brag before we go, but I completed the the log to oh. the greatest extent that you could. You couldn't fill everything up. Right but I one hundred percent the uh,
0: did you do every class up to twenty no, five?
2: No no no, just on the barb. Just no, on no, the barb, just- okay. There the only ones that got the twenty five were a rogue and barb at the end of it. I saw somebody had a,
0: the whole roster of each class got them all the twenty five, and then that was like his his achievement for the for the uh, for the whole beta. It's like I did everybody. I've I've eaten. Yeah, all this I just
1: I kind of got in the same place as you, Scott. Where I there was a point where I realized I'm going to be doing all this for real in a couple months. I don't want to get burned out. I've We've been there. There've been games where we've literally said, you know, like, oh, we're going to be into this. Overwatch was like this. Yeah, Diablo 3. We played Elton King like a hundred times.
2: We
0: Mm -hmm. played
1: the shit out of Overwatch in beta and then it came out and none of us really played. Bo did. No, we all kind of fell off
0: in the early days because, yeah, uh, too much beta.
1: That could happen with this for me. So I was just like, no, you know what? I want to experience it. I I know I like the game enough to be happy that I bought it. I'm going to play it come June. Uh, I don't need any more right now. So.
0: I'm going to be exploding corpses like a mother effer in June. That's what's going to happen. Plus, I'll play. They are going to
1: put out. They did say that they got a lot of good feedback, and they are going to put out um, sort of expectations on what to see or what what to expect change wise between uh, the beta and release. I Mm -hmm. think that would be a really cool thing to see. I hope it's pretty comprehensive um, because there were a lot of people. I think we even may have said it on this show. That said, come on, how much are they going to change in a couple months? But they have said that they're taking feedback into consideration and they want to put out a post about what that feedback is going to look like in practice when the game comes out. And if they do that, I think that would be really good.
0: I agree. Looking forward to it. Plus, I have a Diablo show I'd like to fill with content. So please, Blizzard, say things. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be nice if you actually said some stuff. Uh, Resident Evil 4 remake. Um John played it and beat it. I am playing it with John, second seeding it while I stream it and act like an idiot.
2: Uh I watched a little bit of that. Man. <laughs> you're still screamy screaming. I know. Oh, yeah.
0: And you know what? John said <laughs> to, if you before like this, kind this one. Of
2: thing, uh, they, you won't be disappointed. I was surprised. I thought by now surely you've gotten better at it, but nope. No, they look now you're going through the village, the easiest, least scary part of the game, probably. You're like <laughs> what's he doing at one point you would like close the door in the house turned around and thought you were alone and then the guy just appears behind you like oh (laughs) and people give me shit when we played D&D for yelling into the mic and you were like Screaming at the top of your lungs
3: into the No,
0: it's awful. Like I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't help it. John even said before this one says, "You know, this one's considered," and I also think it's the least scary of the of the installments. It's not that scary. No, you're all wrong. They're all scary. Interactive horror gets me every time. I can't freaking help it. It's just the way it is. But we're playing. it I mean, again.
1: you screamed playing Hotel Renovator, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I did. There was a guy in an, in the elevator down the hall or something that looked like a. He looked like uh, uh, the bounty hunter guy that was on TV, whatever his name was. I forgot Dog his name. Dog the bounty Dog hunter? Dog the bounty hunter. And he just shows <laughs> up right in my face. Another time a girl walked into my hotel room and I wasn't expecting it. There's like a lot of that stuff. So, yes, I get jumpy in these games. I don't know why. I watch horror movies all day and never bother me at all, but I can... Like, yes, video games, dude. I mean, so anyway, it's,
2: just, it's, it's it's a reaction. Like, Skyrim VR, I hate those spiders, but I can't find it in me to scream. Like, inside, I feel like I want to
3: scream like that. I
0: just have this but outlet. I, it's I just, weird.
2: I don't, you know.
0: It's, I, can't, it's, I literally can't control it. It would be a fun yeah, experiment no, for me to do this and try really hard never to let it out and see how I do. I don't think I can do it. I think I just, are
2: you like that with the movies at all? Or are you like no, totally normal movies? Movies
0: are fine. Yeah. I just watched another horror movie. What did I watch just? Oh, I watched, uh, uh, what did I watch? Oh, um, bone tomahawk, which I'd seen before, but, uh, I watched smile last week. Smile was scary as shit, but I don't scream. I don't freak out. It's the control in a movie. I have no control over anything. These stupid people get themselves killed. They're going to do it with or without me, right? So it doesn't bother me. It's just like, oh, okay, well, that's where the story went in these games. I control it, and the outcome is dependent on my actions. And that's the—I think—that's the switch.
2: That's what makes it happen. Is that I'm in and control. And they're just suddenly there, and they're not where you thought they were, and it's—you know—produces. Yeah,
0: effect. I mean, some mo- movies like with a good jump scare, they'll make me go, "Oh, geez, didn't expect that. That'll happen," but not like I
2: noticed. It's when people appear out of the sc- on the screen where you're like, "What are they doing there?" Yeah, yeah, how
0: did it even get here? There was it's some like magic. kind of an
2: object and permanent sort of thing. Where sure, just like I'm safe, and then you pan the camera, around, and you're like, "I'm not safe." <laughs> you know,
3: there like, were some ah! magically
0: teleporting villagers in my first couple hours with John. I
2: can tell you that. To be fair; they were pretty quiet. Yeah. Or John, well you you've played it firsthand, so you you have the ultimate authority, but like sometimes they don't give monsters good foot footsteps.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they like they like the footsteps to be quiet, mm-hmm. then you know, the chanting to be all encompassing. So you just hear the like just around you. And then all of a sudden someone will get real loud and you turn around, they're right there.
0: Chat room wants but to I know. mean, that
1: game also does a really good job of giving the monsters a lot of avenues to get behind you. Like, there's yeah. very rarely in that game where you can just put your back up against the wall and say, okay, well, nothing's coming up behind me. Yeah. Yeah. That was one like, other
2: favorite part he, where Scott would run into a dead end. you would be like, Scott, that's a dead end. So he'd just turn around <laughs> and run through the zombies and somehow <laughs> weave his way without getting caught through the he's going, oh! I didn't know where else to go. I didn't know what else to do. It's no, you're doing the right thing, but it's just your reaction. Like, it's just it's just funny because, you know, in movies, usually you hit a dead end and the protagonist panics and they back up. And yeah. you're like, nope, running right through right the through him. You know. Right through them.
0: I know that, you know, at least I still I still have a sense that there's a video game around me and I can sort of juke and jive. But I don't know. That game is as intense as I expected. And it looks really great. Um, someone in the chat asked, how do I do it? Haunted houses. I hate them. I'm terrible in those. Because, again, that's a situation where I don't – it's not happening before me or in front of me like a film where it's a screen and dividing the real world from me to it. I'm in the thick of it, and I don't know that the guy with the chainsaw is about to pop out of the door or whatever. You can't freaking do it.
2: Have you done any scary VR?
0: Uh, yeah, and then I'll never do it again that's never happening again okay.
2: it was worse it was home so much worse
0: okay, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh oh.
2: there's some stuff i like fan, uh, what is it phantom before
0: oh i can't no way I, that, that is vr what right it? phantom fan or uh, phantasm okay. what is that called phantasmophobia
1: phantasmophobia 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 phantasmophobia
2: phantasmophobia phantasmophobia
0: yeah pretty close but no, I played that game and tried it with a VR. It was early in the development, so it was super janky. I'll never do that again. Never.
2: Like, I just look at it, and I'm like, this looks insane to do in VR.
0: No, why well, at 7 was that, and I refused to do it in 7, RE7. It was just too much. There's no way. No way in hell. And When I was playing the PlayStation version and had a PSVR... Oh, we did we put that story in here? Yeah, we did. We got to talk about that PSVR 2 news. Anyway, I can't do horror movies with VR. I can't. I can barely do them without VR, so... Yeah, forget it. No one no one tried to talk me into it. It's never happening. But I only played two hours of it, and I will say my impressions are strong. I think that game uh, controls great. It looks incredible. I think their modern RE engine that they use for all these new remakes and their newer RE games, Village and 7 before that, is downright beautiful. Um, I wish... I, I, I said on the stream to John, I wish they would use this engine for more things, and then a whole bunch of you re- reminded me that Monster Hunter, uh, the newest one, I can't remember the name. There's a few games that... Straight up, use this engine. They they are using it in other places than just than just re. But uh, it's a gorgeous re envisioning of the of the world uh, of of Leon S Kennedy's hair. Uh, <laughs> those really those sorts of hair. things, really good hair, amazing hair. Um, but John's beat it. You played the full game, so I want to hear from you as the you beat it already. Yeah, he's a yeah. freak. He's a freak. It's I was amazing watching you
2: stream you- it like on Friday, was it? Like the day it came out, I think. I was watching you while I was waiting to log into Diablo, and you were just like, yeah, I got to the
1: title. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you're done already? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing what you can do when you give up sleep. And uh, <laughs> Did you stream at all or no? No. I just kind of. No, you you got kinda, hooked,
2: and you're like, I'm, I'm in the zone. I'm playing this yeah, thing. That happens.
1: Yeah, that Yeah, I basically just sort of no-lifed it. Um, the family... Was doing wow. something. Oh, they had a birthday that they were gonna go through. <laughs> it it was your son's birthday. You're like, <laughs> I'm Piss like off, sorry. There's Leon, fourth here. Leon needs me. <laughs> I'm bu- I'm busy. Mm-hmm. Um Wow. So it was uh yeah, it's just been it, I've been it's been my main focus. I mean, I will say it's longer than most of the other remakes. Um so it, it's not a short game necessarily. I think I was at it's got to be longer than 15 hours cuz it was 15 hours when I checked it and I still had a ways to go before I beat it. Um but I, impressive.
4: Think, it's not I think I think 15 game, hours you know? is
1: probably a decent uh estimate for how long it plays. Um wow. it it is a super fun game. Like it is a extremely competent third-person action game um on top of just being a really good, you know, Resident Evil and and horror game and I, I, I'll i tell you, I'm already four hours into my second playthrough. Oh, my gosh. top of it. Wow. I, I finished it, and I immediately is, started playing it right? again.
3: Yeah. Your new game uh,
1: Yeah, so this game is very uh, welcoming to replay, so... Um, There's as soon as you start a new game you get to start it with all your weapons and all your upgrades and you get to then experiment with other guns because you will not have enough money in the game even if you focus on getting treasures you will not earn enough money to fully upgrade all the guns you have to make choices And so you get more guns than you are going to ultimately use. So now I'm doing a second playthrough where my goal is, okay, these are the guns I want to upgrade. I want to also get these guns and put them in. Um, We do have to talk about because we talked about earlier in the show breakable weapons. One major change for this game uh, when you play the original Resident Evil 4, basically the way you play the game is you shoot a villager in the kneecap, they bend over, you kick them in the head, you go stand over their body, and you stab them with a knife till they're dead. And that yeah, is so the optimal used to teach us. <laughs> yeah, that's the optimal way to play Resident Evil 4, uh, every every encounter, like in the original. This game has introduced um durability to the knife. Leon does not have infinite knife like he used to. Oh, uh no, to no. counterbalance that the knife has become insanely useful in this game. Mm. You can perform stealth kills. You can perform instant on-the-ground stab finishing maneuvers. You can parry almost any attack in the game with the knife. Um, nuclear rocket? (laughs) So Carbot made a joke. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they he did a uh, Carbot plays Resident Evil 4 where Leon successfully deflects a rocket launcher blast. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you. I never did it, yeah. but I believe that it's possible. Okay. It's not a, I can't say for sure that it can be done, but I have no doubt that it could potentially be done. Because there were villagers throwing Molotov cocktails at me, and I was deflecting them back at the villager with the knife. Oh my. I, just, okay. and I like, back, the, like it we go.
2: but, you know, logic, like logic consistency within the game. It's like, just for parrying. It parries everything.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's so good, but it all does durability damage to your knife. So the knife is obviously the most useful tool in the arsenal, but you have to choose when and where and how to use it properly. And typically I don't like that sort of thing. But I will say this game does a very good job of giving you lots of extra knives. So you've got the good knife, which you can repair at the vendor. Anytime you find the merchant, you can spend a little money to uh, to repair it. You also find a bunch of like kitchen knives and boot knives and like kind of shitty knives that you just stockpile that. are are like you know these are fine these are usable and i will say there is also a second knife that you get in the game that is the kind that's a a real knife you can repair it and keep it so on my second playthrough i have two knives that i can use so now i'm on my second playthrough i'm not afraid to use the knife it's like i'll use it to stab people use it to block Use it for all the things that you can use it for. Hey, but you don't and lose bull- them when
2: they break. You can repair them. So that's that's right.
1: Key. The the two main ones, yes. The little extra knives that can be used for crafting or for uh you know, one offs, those, oh, those as go you were away. saying, people had
2: a tactic of overusing the knife. So the trade off is You get limited uses, but can repair it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, I believe, I don't know because I haven't unlocked it. I've got to find three more, but you want to talk about motivating people to get your collectible thing. There are 16 little wind up toys in this game. And if you get all 16, I believe you get a knife that has no durability on it. I believe that, that in my head, that's what it would have to unlock. Yeah. And I want it so bad. That's mm. part of the reason I'm playing through a second time. I'm like, I'm getting that infinite durability knife, yeah. even if it's just a third knife. It will be worth it, and I will go through with an inventory full of knives because the knife is so good in this. Oh, game. Oh, maybe somebody will do
2: a like a like a meme playthrough where they just uh, they play through the game doing knife deflects only. Oh, that I, I'm of course sure they it's will. coming yeah.
1: because there are actually
2: chat room says you can kill chainsaw man one hit with a deflect.
0: Oh really?
1: Can you, you really kill him? Man, is that true? Well, I don't know. Ask um. Oh, you can parry the chainsaw. Oh wait, when, one when, hit magus.
2: Hmm. Is it Magus or mages? magus? Magus. Mages. Magus. I think Magus. When yeah. Mega said it. Yeah.
1: But, uh, the Megas of the wind. <laughs> it's incredible. And it's really, it's really, it's the closest that any of these remakes has been to an actual remake. So a lot of people said, well, why is why are they remaking this game? It's not that old. Yeah. Um. First of all, you clearly haven't played it in a while. Yeah, it's been a bit. Yeah, yeah.
4: They've it's done, a,
2: they've done a lot it's to the it. Face, you can tell the facelift. Yes, it's good. It's really good.
0: Um, Just go look at the comparison videos, and you'll be like, oh, right, okay. Because your brain, I think your brain, you see the new thing, and you go, well, yeah, this is what I remember. And if you go back and look, you'd be shocked at how it's not even close. But not only that, it's a great lesson in how our brains work. It's like we want to remember, you know, we we know it's the back of Leon's head, and he's wearing that dumb jacket, and he kind of looks like this when he's aiming. And, like, there's a lot about the composition of what the frame looks like. That that's what you remember. You don't remember the fidelity on the shadows and the lighting and the fire and the, you know, all that. Anyway.
3: Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook?
2: Yep, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere.
4: Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh?
3: Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook.
4: Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud
1: gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook.
0: It's worth doing.
1: The attention to detail in this game, too, is just insane. I told Scott about this and I have done the trick myself. And it's true. It's in there. Um, The the village scene that you were talking about, but where you go in and you have to survive for, I think it's about four minutes, uh, feels like an eternity because they throw so much at you. Uh, villager wise. By the way, I noticed man. you didn't
2: tell Scott that when he was screaming. At oh the no,
1: he had, to, he
4: had to wait. This is after. Like, what do I do? What do I do? And you're yeah. like,
1: I don't no, know. there were John
4: has
0: this telltale thing where he'll be really quiet at a point. He'll be like, I'll even ask a question. I go, So John, something, something. And then you'll go quiet because you know that that guy's about to come down the
1: stairs or, yeah. or, you
0: know, there's a thing I'm about to step in. Yeah, which,
2: there's a metagame Scott's playing, which is taking your reactions to try and predict. What's gonna happen? Yeah, I'm having now, a dub Now I'm gonna have to out.
1: shift it up. Now I'm gonna yeah. have to try and talk over scares. The problem is I know he's gonna clip his scares, and I don't want my
4: stupid voice being like,
1: anyway, <laughs> hey, farts and butts. Like right when it's like a key moment that he's gonna capture. So
4: yeah, fair there point. There is
1: a part of me that does try to get out of the way of it, but uh no, there's a Very trick in the village where if you so the idea is you survive for four minutes, then the church bell rings, all the villagers immediately kind of go into a hypnotic state. They drop their weapons, and they walk away, and they leave you alone. Um, you can get a rifle, and you can shoot the church bell from the village, and if they hear the bell ring early, you can skip that entire encounter. Oh, wow. Um, it will it will make them just immediately drop what they're doing. So, of course, the way I did it, as I metagamed it, I killed the chainsaw man to get the valuable loot he drops. Then I shot the church bell to end the encounter. Wow. Um, Ooh, wow which is, the I think, the optimal route to go. But it's uh, they've done so much with it, and I have seen some criticism people saying that they think that some of the cheesiness has been toned down. I think that is true. Some of the goofiness has been pushed back a little but i think it they did that same thing with two and with three yeah. in, and this is a sequel to those remakes so i think tonally it matches the tone of i what think it's a translation
2: doing. thing i think the goofiness it doesn't read as goofy in japan probably mm-hmm. well like, and I, like the final
1: fantasy game they're like why are you guys laughing <laughs> yeah, <it seems> normal. <laughs> <laughs> what's so funny about Jack this yeah. is this is serious <laughs> um, yeah I mean like they've replaced uh, they've replaced there's no Indiana Jones running from a giant perfectly round boulder at an insane supersonic speed now it's more oh there was a B prompt and you dodged out of the way of that some was the falling debris yeah. um, how's the lake snake worse or better Almost exactly the same, although you can see it now. It's not as muddy as it was back in the GameCube days. Now you can actually appreciate it. Um, but yeah, the the Lago monster is is great. I can only think of one section of the game that stands out as absolutely cut from Resident Evil 4, and it is personally one of my least favorite sections, where a monster chases you through a segmented shipping container thing. Um, I didn't like that section of the game. It's not in there at all. There is some speculation that it's going to be in DLC that's going to come out.
3: Oh, um, okay. but,
1: uh, in general, everything is here. Some of it's tweaked. Um, you know, again, people miss the goofiness of, uh, a giant robotic statue chasing you in the game. That was in the original. The robotic statue is still in the game. He doesn't chase you. He just breathes fire at you. Hmm. People are like it's not goofy anymore. It's still pretty goofy when you get right down to it. I think it's okay. <laughs> yeah, um, it's amazing. Like for me, growing up, Resident Evil 2 was the first game I ever played on the PlayStation. Resident Evil four is one of my favorite games of all time. I consider myself like insanely lucky that not only did I have those amazing experiences, but I got to play two phenomenal remakes of those games. Yeah. I cannot believe how good these are. Yeah. And yeah, Scott's showing the lake monster right now. It's, it's basically the same thing. You it's just same see fate. better. It you just can looks just better. See what's going on.
0: Yeah. It's, fide- it's a fidelity improvement over the, the previous game. Um, yeah, I'm, I, 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 I'm really enjoying it so far, despite my, you know, horror misgivings, but it's, um, I wish more, not that I'm, there's a lot of people saying, Hey, can we stop at the remakes? Maybe have some new games? am like, well, okay. There are lots of new games. You're just not paying attention to them. But secondly, um,
2: I think, I think this stuff is just a new game this year village. Village was last year. Oh, last yeah. year. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, it but takes still. a couple years to develop games. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I agree. I think if they do this stuff in between, I don't know why you're complaining. I think this is well, great. Remakes of
1: this good. caliber. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Good remakes are good. Then do that all day. I like, agree. I don't mind it. But if they're terrible, too.
1: then yeah, skip. But yeah, yeah. This is probably the least transformative of a remake. Like Resident Evil 2 is a very different game uh, than than the original. Um, you know, Mr. X, which is the thing everybody talks to about about Resident Evil 2 remake, is barely in the original Resident Evil Two. He's in scenario B.
3: Yeah.
1: And you have to beat the game twice before you even see that. So- oh, you
0: beat the game twice. Is that is that so in Resident Evil Two, if I beat it, you are saying I can beat it once. Not twice.
2: Yeah, you know, John, Ryan, John misspoke. <laughs>
1: Ryan. <laughs> no, no, because technically, I, I, technically, no, because this would technically be your third time playing ah, damn through it. it in the way you're saying. OK, but um, I thought I had. An yeah, out. I was so excited. like he's not very he's not very important. So to me, Resident Evil 2 is more transformative. It's more of a new game experience. I honestly think this game may be my biggest detriment. And this is a small one is that it is such a faithful remake. I like this game so much. I wish it didn't feel as familiar as it does mm. because it, it didn't feel like my first time playing through it. It felt like, Oh, this is a much better version of that game. I've played so many times. That's the closest thing I can say to like a bad experience with it um, because it is so faithful to it, which is also a great thing about it. But, uh, I, 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 I think people should play this game. Even if you're not big on Resident Evil, this game plays like a really cool action game. Um, and the way you evolve playing the game over time, like, you know, you watch somebody who's played this game a lot, they look like John Wick. Mm-hmm. You watch early people playing it, and they look like Scott just running around <laughs> the village screaming, and maybe he gets hit, <laughs> and maybe he doesn't. Yeah. Like, it's really... Uh, it's really incredible what you can do with this game um, as far as skill and and the way it plays. So
0: I'm very happy that it has so much of this, like the kick uh, feature is amazing. The sneak up and stab a dude stealth mode. I love that in all games. So that's, that's a a nifty little addition. Um, Yeah. I mean, they're innovating in the right ways. I don't know why people are review bombing it for any, any reason. Like, given the context of what it is this is a pretty high quality product thus far
1: yeah i it feels fleshed out in important places like uh characters get more screen time um i, I can't say enough good stuff about it yeah. it's probably my favorite thing i've played so far this year
0: oh man look at you early game of the year uh, uh,
1: i didn't say that i just said favorite <laughs> thing so far
0: do you think they do, do you think they do an re5 or 6 uh, they keep going down this
1: path or no I really want them to remake Code Veronica. Code Veronica feels like the game that's kind of missing from all of this. Yeah. Like remaking five feels like a waste of time, which I know is what people said about four. And I'm saying, don't say that. But Resident Evil five was just it was that trend of we're going to take a good horror game and make it co-op and kind of. Screw it up in doing so. Yeah, five doesn't um, have the
2: reputation that four does. I, mean,
0: I, four, I don't think
4: I don't think five is very good.
1: Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, but that's Chris punching a boulder. Yeah. Maybe I do want to see. Yeah, maybe you want to
0: see high fidelity b-
1: b- b- uh, boulder punch. Maybe you do. They, uh, should do. they should do Code Veronica first, though. Code Veronica is a really cool, often overlooked Resident Evil game that I think would benefit. <laughs> Probably the most from new controls, except for this guy. Yeah, this guy sucks. that's on the screen right now is the worst resident evil character in the history of resident evil. Yep. Oh my gosh. He's so bad. He's really bad, but, but someone
0: will complain that he got watered down or something though. Someone's going to be mad that they made him.
1: Better. He's excessively Canadian and he's super whiny and it's amazing. His, his, he has the most cringe dialogue of just like, eh, Claire, Claire, what are you talking about? Yeah, like it's so
3: bad, it's oh, so man.
0: bad. But he's he's amazing. I, I, this was a launch title for my Dreamcast, if I remember right. I think it was a launch title, and I it was the first yeah. game I bought. I was so into this, and this is back when I was playing with friends on the couch. So I had it was like John was there, but not John, a different John. <laughs> And that's how I played Resident Evil Code Veronica with my buddy Andrew. And it was a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Make that one. Yeah. Do that one. Uh, Make this Capcom. one.
1: This is the one they need to do next. Do Code Veronica.
0: I, I agree. Boy, look at her dodge that bullet. Jeez. All right. Um, awesome. Well, those are the games we played uh, jointly. Um, let's jump to a couple that I played on my own. Uh, I played a brand new game called Dredge. Yeah, that's right. The word is Dredge. That's right. That's right. Um, this game is available via steam um plays beautifully on the steam deck already steam deck verified um even though i got a pre it was a pre-release code it's now officially out i think the 19th was the day it launched and um it's this beautiful little game that at first you're not really quite sure what's going on you're a fisherman uh it's not chore core, although there's some chore core elements to it you're out uh doing fishing man work and uh the story goes you get into uh what? A, a, <laughs> you know getting fish wait,
1: wait a minute what <laughs> you're what'd you just say I
0: said you go you're just fit you're out fishing you fish right you're what a fisherman. Was the bit about man work oh you're doing fishing man work I don't know. I don't know.
3: What
1: that <laughs> oh, means. okay. Yeah. Not, fa- I thought you said you're out fishing, you know, man work. Oh no, not that.
0: No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can see how that would be taken that way. Let me put the comma in the right place. Uh, no, you're just a dude. What fishes? And, uh, okay. you, you, you find out, you find this, uh, yourself kind of washed up and banged up real bad in a little town and a little cove, uh, that has a, uh, what do you call those lights? Uh, What's that called? A lighthouse. Lighthouse. Jeez Louises.
1: You know, man work. You know, man. Operating a lighthouse.
0: Work for men. Uh, You can tell this week's been too long. Wait, did you call it men work? Yeah, I called it man work. I don't know why. <laughs> so anyway, you go to this place, you talk to the mayor. Okay. He says, Hey, I'll fix you up. Don't worry about it. Um we'll we'll get your ship fixed. You're gonna have to pay me back though, and you'll do the do that by catching fish and then I'll take a percentage. And you think you're kind of in for like, oh, this is just a fish, pay off my debts, sort of animal crossing kind of vibe, you know, it's not that at all. There's like this weird eldritch horror element to everything where I go out, there's a real time clock that's, that runs as you, as you're out fishing, you see the sunrise as I'm doing it. Um, the clock ticks when you're moving and when you're fishing and you're doing, you know, dredging, there's also the dredging thing where you're finding old artifacts at the bottom of the ocean and you get quests to go get these things with different equipment that's on your ship you upgrade that equipment over time, you get better fishing poles, better fishing rigs, Uh, you start being able to get basic fish, and then you can do stuff that's more out into the ocean, things that are more like sharks and shit like that. Um, You only have so much uh, uh, space in your inventory. So when that's full, you go back to town and sell it, make a little money. You want to try to be back home before dark, because when it gets dark, weird stuff starts happening. Like strange visions or your ship gets attacked by like a purple hue that you can't figure out where this came from or things like this um and it gets really foggy and and creepy um so when you're back at town you also can buy upgrades like a better floodlight that is going to make it so you're less susceptible to danger while you're out in the out in the dark that means you can spend more time out there And when you spend more time out there, you find more mysterious stuff and you bring that stuff back. And there's a story that's so slowly unraveling. I'm only a little bit in, so I don't have a ton to say about the story so far, but it feels like, I don't know, it's kind of, you get the feeling this is like Pacific Northwest or even like, I don't know where else to compare it to. Maybe, maybe up in Maine. Maine. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, like Maine or, you know, you're think of a like a lobster fisherman or something, that kind of lifestyle or whatever.
2: Yeah. Um, you're always in the view of they this think ship. you of like Nova Scotia or Newfoundland.
0: Yeah, a little bit like that. That's a good point. I, I forget that.
2: There's Canadian coastals that, yeah, not like just Maine, but uh, La- or Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, New Brunswick.
0: And I think right. this game might be a Canadian developer, so it's probably closer to that anyway.
2: Or, La- or Labrador, really. Sure.
0: Um, but anyway, <laughs> you, you kind of <laughs> have this loop of... of of progress you know progressing your ship uh, progress with the people in the town you unlock new people to talk to and new quests uh, you got a lady that fixes up your ship if you if it gets damaged you also add a new engine so it's faster you know all these kind of things and then you run into these story elements. Um, my experience so far is this is a rad little indie game and I think it's very good at what it's trying to do. The only complaint I really have is I feel like nighttime comes really quick and it's probably because I'm just early but nighttime is no bueno. You don't want to be out there then stuff. Weird shit killed me a few times and it's really like ghost fish. Yeah. Or stuff I generally just can't see. And it's meant to feel kind of paranoid and unknown and mysterious. So they, they do a good job of like covering up what might've killed me. Um, and it's, you know, it's a generous save system. So it's not like you lose a lot of time or, 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 stuff, but, um, that stuff's a little bit of a bummer. It's a great deck game where you can just sit and play this thing on your handheld all night. And it's getting good reviews. Uh, I really like it. And I think people should check it out. It's called Dredge. And it is very cool. It's up on Steam currently. Uh, maybe somewhere I was else, looking
1: but. at this earlier today. I think it's, I'm happy you played it. Because I was really curious. Because I liked the look of it an uh, awful lot.
0: Yeah, the look of it. This painterly kind of, um, I don't know, not really low poly, but kind of low polygon. Like it's meant to, it's meant to evoke a, a simpler style but it's, it's also, probably a
2: name of that style. Yeah. That it's in, right? Yeah. yeah it's, like really comp- it's really hard to work. Com- it's
0: really hard to come to describe it, but the, it reminds me of certain kind of painting style too. Where it's like broad strokes, but simple design. Anyway, the water's really cool. I like a game where the ocean is where I got to go do shit. I don't know why i you know, like Dave, the diver and freaking to some degree, Zelda wind waker and things like that. I just, I'm a, I'm a fan of the expanse of, of water. It used to be what we saw. Like how we look at space now as a people. That's how we used to all look at the ocean. And it's yeah. fun to like feel that sense of like awe and size. And and I'm only going to get better and more capable and, and tackle this place. So anyway, it's really cool. Uh, it's called Dredge and it's out now. Rad little game. Uh, when I wasn't playing that, I was obsessing over uh, Dyson Sphere Programme. Uh, a game oh, yeah. i am verifiably terrible at but can't stop playing and um one day i'll be good at it i'm nowhere near of Dyson's what sphere.
2: are you what are you building on what are you working on right now
0: just trying to be better at like supply line and efficiency yeah
2: but like what's like the tech thing like are you work what, what color cubes like it all goes down to the cube level. oh yeah right so- i'm d- i'm
0: still a yellow cube in it so,
2: oh, yellow's pretty, pretty well, early. That means you did blue and red. So yeah, you got, yeah, you got you got a supply chain for blue, supply chain for red. Yeah. Yellow's when it starts to get tricky. When you get byproducts you don't need. Yeah, and um, and it just gets a little harder. Each one gets a little bit harder. Makes you go way crazier every time.
0: You know when you're extracting, yeah. you have to extract oil. You have oil refineries yeah, that extract the, the oxygen. One that needs
2: a lot of oil, if I remember correctly. Yeah,
0: and the and the thing is that puts out this version of oil that's like an impure version or something. It's the kind of It's, the, it's a
2: light brown?
0: Yes, that's
2: the stuff. Yeah. So when yeah. that started you, need the, you want the hydrogen, not the oil. Exactly. The and
0: so the hydrogen yeah. comes out of this like slower rate, but that's the, the leftover byproduct oil. There's a ton of it. And so yeah. what I started doing was so, just st- stacking storage is. and just going bloop, 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 storing it because I'm thinking, well, I'm going to need this later. And then I you realized can, I can burn this as fuel. So I started piping that. I put all these pipelines uh, straight to my uh, generator, my power plants. And so now those are all feeding directly off of that excess oil stuff. So that's kind of working uh, for now. For now,
2: eventually, I think that oil byproduct also becomes useful later on down the line. But that's for later plans. Yeah.
0: But you were so right, Bo, about like start a game with uh, your resources just set to infinite because you're going to have more fun experimenting.
2: Yeah. yeah. And the time you know. pressure's off, so you can learn at your own pace. Right. And just kind of more sandbox. I find it's more fun as a sandbox than mm-hmm. a esport. I <laughs> like totally to agree. me, that's the only thing about doing limited things. It's like, well, now I just have time constraints and my I'm not smart. And like some people could probably do it in the afternoon. I'm like, this is like a week long project for me. So
0: mm-hmm. and I did last week or this week, I tore everything down and started fresh from a logistics standpoint. So I've done had,
2: that too. Yeah, it, That was that. fun.
0: That way I didn't lose all my progress on the tech tree because the tech tree, once once you get to a
2: certain point, the shit takes forever. It's like, and you know about the second tech tree where you upgrade your robot, right? Yes. So I go to that okay. all the time. Um, yeah. So you don't want to lose those upgrades. Even no. if you start from scratch, it's still worth having your increased inventory space and you can stack things up higher and the belt speeds. I think there's one where you get more value out of mining ore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which again, if you have limited, then you're going through the ore faster. So it just makes it just a, a funner, it's a funner yeah.
0: game to play it that way. As as much as yeah. you know, somebody may look at that and go, "Well, that sounds a little like you're cheating." I don't know. The game design no, lends It's a
2: set-your-own-difficulty thing. Like, t- do I play Torment 1 or Torment 16? That's all it is. Yeah. It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. The only difference the- I can't change it in real time. But other than that, it's
2: it's. Fine. You are penalized in a certain way because you do accrue points mm-hmm. for production. Right. That when you play your next game, you get a head start on your tech tree. Oh, I Again, didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there's a little point thing. So, but like... I don't need that head start either like I'm not racing like get part of the one flaw of the game design is just this notion that things need to be limited and there's a race it's a sandbox it's not needed. Yeah. In my opinion.
0: I agree. Um having a blast with that but because that game is not easily playable on Steam Deck or any other kind of portable way of playing it and when I'm not in front of my PC mm-hmm. I would still have this itch and until uh, either satisfactory or them put in controller support to me, it's just not worth fiddling with. So I found a game on mobile.
2: Oh, <laughs> um, John, careful! It's,
0: it's also on Steam, so you know, keep uh-huh. that in mind. Uh, this is a game he called. Said the,
2: he said the M word.
0: <laughs> it's uh, it's a game called Refractory.
1: Uh-oh. Now, I'm sorry, Refactory,
0: not Refractory. That's a different thing. Uh,
1: I was gonna say I can play that game without any mobile. Yeah,
0: you're a, you're speaking of speedrunners. John is he's ready to rock. <laughs> yeah. But this, I only
1: play it about once a day. Yeah, there's an energy mechanic, but you know, it's not in your face about it.
0: Yeah, Uh, I hope it's not in my face. Anyway, the point is, refactory (laughs) I don't
2: know what you guys are joking about. (laughs) Oh, have you heard of
0: the refractory period, Bo? Have you heard of that? Do you know what that is?
2: No idea. Oh, it's a refractory,
0: refractory period.
2: <laughs> I can't believe. Holy! Like, what are we doing?
0: This is great because I usually don't know you these things. You get to teach both them. Yeah, Amazing. this is my turn. Okay, so here's what it well,
2: is. Like, I sort of assume we're talking about jizz, but I'm not. Oh sure. gosh. Well, we can go straight
0: to that. <laughs> um, all right. So here's what it is in a very technical way. What is the refractory period? The refractory period is the span of time after having an orgasm during in which a person is not sexually responsive. The refractory period can have both oh. mental and psychological effects.
2: So that's it's it. like a concussion for your penis.
0: Yeah. And the technically the lady. Everyone always thinks it's dudes, but ladies can have it too. They're like, okay, okay.
2: it's like a concussion for your penis or your um, your Virginia. chorus.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Or that.
2: I don't think I don't think ladies have a virginia, but. <laughs> Taurus, <laughs> maybe labia, vulva— one of those things is not sure. there.
0: Okay, those are great. All right, so where was I? Oh, okay. So this game called you Re, a mobile game, Refactory, which is on PC. Uh-huh. It's on Steam. It's also on iPad. Uh, I don't know if it's on phone. Maybe it is. That seems like a nightmare because it's too much stuff going on. But basically, the game is a uh, uh, you know, it's a factorial like, and has all the things you want refining things, assembling them into other things you need. Um, There's some alien activity that may mean some defense stuff. If you want to do that, you can turn all that off if you want to. There's a campaign or you can do just sandbox. Like It's got all the pieces and parts. There's storage. Instead of being a dude that walks around doing stuff, you have drones that fly around and do stuff for you and this you
2: like this looks like poor man's dyson speed. oh big know. time big time <laughs> yeah yeah but it's on mobile i understand yeah yeah, yeah. it's it, just all just, i needed i see the sorters and like are the, the the bullers and they look they take a whole square of space they're not on the thing anyways mm-hmm. i'm not criticizing
0: no 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 it's not and i totally you're right to I say know. these things cuz it's absolutely true the aesthetic is absolutely like poor man's poor man's it, factory. How's,
2: how's, the, how's the voiceover work? That's the real It's question. not bad.
0: The music's also pretty good. The uh, oh, the sound effects yeah. are good. It sounds like little factories pumping away and stuff. Some of it's a little simplified because obviously it's a mobile game. It plays great with mouse and keyboard on on PC. I played both okay, places. Okay, but
2: yeah, oh, it really does look like it. It's like, take these little minerals, turn them into shapes of the same color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and,
0: you're, yeah. and you're, you can zoom out. Oh, and zoom there's drones.
2: In. The drones are doing work.
0: Yeah, their drones do all your hard work. Uh, they're kind of... Huh. You got this... To, uh uh, what's her name? Uh from is Halo. It
2: Intergalactic.
0: Who's the lady from Halo? Can't think of her name. Oh, Katana. looking lady that's giving you tutorial help. She's there all the time. Um, it's it's uh it's very serviceable. It's just it's it's a factory is management. It a, thing. Is it a
2: box price? Like no microtrans
0: $399. Okay, so on mobile, it's free unless you want to do for the campaign, it's free. If you want to do the sandbox mode, it's $3.99. Totally worth it, no problem. Plunk that down, no ads, no micro, nothing. It's just a game. Okay, well, um, right. PC version is ten bucks and is the whole game for the ten bucks. You just get it.
2: Dyson Sphere is already a sleep ruiner. Can you imagine playing this in bed till five in the morning? Well, that's kind
0: of what I did the other day. Um,
1: <laughs> he feels like doesn't have to imagine it. You yeah. did it.
2: So
0: with Dyson Sphere, it was like this is the good cocaine, and in this one, it was like the guy down the street's got a rock that looks white and it's probably <laughs> all right. You know what oh my I mean? Gosh. So it's just, well,
1: it's at least just you're acknowledging where your problem is <laughs> with a proper analogy. My goodness. Yeah,
2: it's uh it's, it's one of those things though. No, but Dyson Sphere is like that, John. It is, it is very, it is like it's, it's just another you know, it's like Civ. It's like just another turn, just another 30 minutes.
0: Oh yeah, not since Civ have I felt this level of com- com- uh, comp yeah. of compelling me
2: to keep Dyson's good. It. Dyson Sphere program is really, really good. <laughs> it's
0: really, really good. good. So this, I'm gonna recommend this because I think it's a good pocket oh, size version of the crack it. you want and you're going to be used to all of the mechanics of it because you've already done this in either satisfactory or dyson sphere that's so very similar to those tech trees very similar how you refine stuff and store it trying to be more efficient upgrade the speed of your belts all that stuff's here um i don't know what the ultimate end game looks like i'm not nearly that far but it does seem like it's got quite a you know quite a bit down the tree um, and I kind of admire it for being a good one of these on a format that isn't normally something you'd associate with it. So, um,
2: factory, factory, refactory, refactory, refact. All oh, right. This is how we started the penis stuff.
0: Yeah. That's where we got to refractory. <laughs> which is very different, but go look
2: it up, uh, on
0: steam. The reviews are good. People like it. It's, you know, it I will say this, the actual gameplay screen plays like a PC game. No problems. It's all good. When you're out in the main menu, you're immediately reminded, oh, this is also on mobile, and they do a lot of UI stuff from mobile on this, and it's fine.
2: Yeah, I'm downloading it get on iOS. I'm taking a look here. Yeah. So. It's a lot of fun. I, I'm I sure would be I'm going to regret it. I, I'm curious what you think. You're probably right that it's pretty good, and yeah. I will never sleep again.
0: It taps into it in a way that I wasn't wasn't expecting, and you can get wild with, you know. How
2: no, you, I, I kind of see what it's going for there. It's the same as Dyson Sphere, just not as nice to look at, but... Yeah. I think it has all the pieces there.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, That is my games this week. Uh, Again, Dredge and Refactory. And then, you know, of course, Dyson Sphere whenever I could, which was a lot. I got so desperate at one point. (laughs) It was embarrassing. Oh, my gosh. I got so desperate for that game. Do
1: you need an intervention?
0: (laughs) I did. You know how Steam will let you stream a game on a PC somewhere else on the network to another PC yeah. somewhere else I don't know what they call it but whatever it is remote play uh, or whatever
2: like remote pipeline or something like
0: whatever that. it is uh I try I attempted to do that on a notebook that I had to use to do some tax stuff but I wasn't anywhere near <laughs> my PC so I was like well this run from there and I I loaded it all up and I had to install
2: <laughs> steam and it, <laughs> you couldn't sit and do do taxes <laughs> you like, yeah. I'll do why two can't
1: minutes of I Dyson while doing <laughs> right. taxes for
2: every 45 minutes of it's just such every five man. minutes of taxes 45 minutes of Dyson
0: it's so good it's just so good anyway that's my current obsession uh let's move over to John who played a lot of the usual it sounds like what did you uh what did you it, get yeah get
1: to? I mean all my games uh were Resident Evil and Diablo 4 this week so I mean i Still playing Final Fantasy 14 I'm still playing Fortnite, but nothing new. So yeah. all my talk was in those games this
0: I, week. I watched you stream a little. Uh, I think it was Fortnite this week. Did you play this week? Was stream it? No. I mean?
2: Maybe it was last week. You streamed, you streamed RE4. I watched that. I don't know what else you did, John.
1: I yeah, I mean, you may, have, you may have seen me do a little Fortnite not too long ago. Though. Yeah,
0: there was something going on where you were talking about Oh man, I can't remember now. You said something really interesting while you were playing and I was going to bring it up and I didn't write it down. Oh no. Crap.
1: I do think I'm a pretty interesting person. There was a a really good point
0: about why Fortnite. I can't remember
1: what it was. Shit.
0: I got to write more stuff (laughs) down. This is Why
1: Fortnite, period.
0: (laughs) Why Fortnite, an essay by, a TED talk by John Jagger. Yeah. Uh, Get tickets early. All right. Hey, let's move on then to Bo and his... His time with, uh, well, whatever you uh, want to talk I,
2: about. Let me. I'll just list the games I played. I played some D four beta. We talked about it. I played D two R again. Same game that's been around for twenty three years. Yeah. I'm just still playing it more. <laughs> uh, the remaster is good. And, you know, I like reminding myself how ugly that games looks with the ugly mode. Yeah. Um, or AKA classic. mode.
3: Yeah. Do you remember <laughs> the <sure>? max resolution? <laughs>
2: Blizzard doesn't call it ugly mode. It's, but it's
0: to me, like, it's so crazy that in 2000, when that game was new or 2001, whatever, the maximum resolution for that game was 800 by 600. They wouldn't let it you. Was amaz-
1: it was amazing. At the time it was amazing. And on Was CLT, it the maximum? Or yeah. I thought they, they, they upped locked it, it for the expansion though. Right. They did. They like, let you go I to 1024
0: was... by 768 with the expansion. You're right.
1: Oh, was that what it was?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was again like still lower than the standard of other games at the time. Like everything yeah. else was doing higher resolution. Not not that high. Nobody was doing 1080p yet. But but 800 by 600 being locked there was it, that seemed insane at the time. It's like that's windows this big. By the way, if you look at an actual pixels these days, I could fit how many Diablo 2 sessions could I have on this 4k widescreen here? It'd be ridiculous.
2: Six, I think I kind of want to do it now anyway. Yeah. But anyways, it's the same great game. I'm enjoying it. It's basically, I'm just playing that as a whole because I can't play Diablo four and Diablo three. Well, I played actually a bit of that too this week, but it's only good in small bursts. I'm, I got as high as I think 120 now greater rift. I'm sort of pushing but I'm doing Tempest rush build. Uh, John will know what that means. Um, I can't go any higher with it. Uh, mm. I need to switch to whatever the meta is, and I don't think I want to, you know, but, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but the non Diablo games I played, I played some Farther's Frontier again, which like Dyson Sphere program, it's also a highly addictive game. Um, it was fun to come back to, they made some changes, but nothing too huge, but, uh, I do like my Farther's Frontier and I played Dark Tide. Nice. A game that, uh, you know, it has, there's people on there playing so I can find a group of thirties to play with. Um
0: is that the cap? I,
2: like 30? like yeah, 30 is the cap. Okay. And um like I don't think if you're looking for like, you know, super crazy end game, super crazy progression systems like saying it, but the actual like gameplay is pretty fun. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's yeah. the actual like, you know, just like going through the levels and stuff. I guess what I like about it is you get tons of gun ammo in this game, so being a shooty guy um there's just lots of things that are fun to do in this game. Now, the clip you're showing, everyone's using Melee, but they look low-level. So
0: Have they, have they um, made, I mean, some of the complaints about the game, have they been addressed yet? Are they working on... Well,
2: for it? me, the game has always been stable. So, mm. like, the stability issues are never an issue for me, so I can't tell if it's improved. Um, the game works worked reliably. You know, I had a great time. Um, you know, the level diversity, there, there isn't a ton of levels... There isn't a ton of weapons, but you know, there's, there's some choice. There is like a, there's choice there. You do pick a build of a gun and a melee weapon that you like the best. And, and there's a talent tree. So as you level up, you do, you know, end up with, it's not like Diablo levels of like, look at my characters change, but you get advantages and stuff and make yourself more efficient. I uh, just, overall, it has the, I think what's good about it, it ha- it has that white knuckle thing mm. and working cooperatively does lend better to success than to not. So, you know, like staying grouped together, watching someone's back, saving them from dudes, then the way that Vermintide is there. So it, it's, it's fun. Mm. Uh, soundtrack's great, of course. And the gunplay does feel good as well as the melee actually works for it. It's fun, I guess, mowing down hordes of hundreds of those Nurgle, uh, zombies, mm. you know, like, like, you know, they really sort of do nail the, the bloody like survival aspects. I just really enjoy this game quite a bit. Remind me, but, you
0: want you're on a ship this whole time or does, or do you go other no, places? No, you're
2: in Tertium, which is there's you know, there's tons of worlds in the Warhammer universe. Yeah. You're just on another yet another factory world that's been taken over by the Nurgle worshippers. Okay. And uh, and you're you're not, you know, you're just people who get conscripted into a mercenary warband for the emperor because uh, you're in prison and you're sort of, you know, your life is kind of forfeit, but you can maybe earn your way to freedom by murdering tons of these Nurgle worshippers And that's kind of the premise. That's about it. It's a fun, it's a fun part of
0: 40 K that I feel like I don't see enough of is the kind of hive world stuff. I like that crap, you know?
2: Yeah. I mean, we're going to get that with space Marine too. So this is a very a narrow scope of the Warhammer universe, which mm-hmm. is the um, indentured servitude mm-hmm. uh, militia, basically, mm-hmm. which is you don't see a lot of, because it's not the main draw for a video game. It's actually like, cause looking at their site, I'm like, you can build an army out of just like regular humans. Like you don't have to be space Marines or Xenos. You can be like regular conscripted like conscripted. Militia. Dude
0: with a gun. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just like humans, <laughs> you know, like not, yeah. not super <laughs> human, like not the Marines, like yeah. just regular ass humans. And so you kind of get to be that, um, which is actually kind of interesting. So Awesome. Yeah. There was some
0: news last week or this week or somewhere that I saw that there may be some progress on a proper 40K series getting made finally, like a TV show.
2: Yeah, Henry Cavill's rumored to be a part of it. Henry, Henry Cavill's like, oh, in my, my headcanon, I don't know if this is realistic, but he got sick of them screwing oh. the Witcher. He got sick of the DC bullshit. And he's like, just just cast me in a Warhammer TV <laughs> show. Yeah. Like, like to me, he's like, you know, given the amount of times he's come out publicly and said he liked it, I'm like, if I was at Games Workshop and I was trying to break into media and a A-lister was like, I love Warhammer, then I'm like, and he's ripped. He's perfect for a space no, marine. he's perfect. perfect. And he's British. Like he could actually like get the accent down <laughs> like he, he is perfect. He yep. is a, the Golden Warhammer child. I'm like, get that man a contract. Let's make something. Just Even the, a 2-hour movie would be fine. Like I don't Hell yeah. TV shows great, but I'd take 2 hours of just Warhammer cuz the one thing I will give Games Workshop credit for is that their cinematics. There's no one there that's doing the, the D&D thing or the yeah, Disney thing. Of, uh, they're like they make Warhammer. They know what people want to see when the Warhammer cinematics getting made. Oh yeah.
0: The latest one, Marines
2: is so in cool. armor yeah. shooting and getting killed, like <laughs> some story. But like, let's not do too much of the weepy weepies here, or like the dramas. Like it's just people getting shot and torn up, yeah, and, or doing cool magic psycher shit, you know. Yeah, because
0: so, they are yeah. did they did just release a huge trailer for their updated rule set and all that for yeah. the tabletop, and um, that cinematic is gorgeous.
2: It just yeah. made me want to spend more time in that world. All right. Yeah, that's awesome. what I mean. Like they, they know what audiences want, so I have a lot of faith they'd make something really good and not, you know.
0: Yeah, and plain. Cavill's a huge nerd about it. I've heard interviews where they say, hey, we hear you're really into Warhammer. What does that mean? And he'll say, well, I just built, I just made my blah, blah, blah army, and I'm painting these guys, and, and also I'm I'm pretty sure uh, Necron this and that. It's like you can tell he knows his shit. Yeah. Yeah, why why wouldn't you want this actor, who's already popular for lots of reasons, to do this? i He's not
2: embarrassed about it. Like, no. I'm sure there's an other, another A-lister who likes Warhammer who does not want the rest of humanity to know he likes Warhammer because <laughs> it would kill his money. Who is it? Who do you they, think secretly is a Warhammer freak in Hollywood? Let's pick it. <sighs> who do you think it would be? Who's also like douchey enough to be a liar about it? <laughs> like yeah. Like you know what I mean to think like to think that way about like to you know yeah. I don't know, but like someone like, like the rock or, you know, maybe again, Vin Diesel's pretty good about that too. I find he doesn't wear, well, no, he's pretty he open talks about, about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Vin Diesel's it. pretty good too. We can't give him any flack for that. Chat says Chris Pine. Nah,
0: He's not, a, I wouldn't think he, he's not. No,
2: I've seen him in an interview. It's his, his people he knows know about <laughs> D&D. I think that's pretty genuine. Kristen Wiig.
0: Oh, Crest, uh, Jack Black seems like he would warhammer. No, we can't that. think
2: about current actors because today's sensibilities are different. Like think about like, you know, Tom Cruise in his prime or something <laughs> like that. Like, like like think subtract twenty years, think of an A lister twenty years ago. Yeah. And one of them has maybe not a Warhammer, but a hobby that like they. Like that
1: picture of George Costanza <laughs> playing Metroid Prime where he looks like he got caught with his pants down. Oh, I love that yeah, photo. Like, same reason why they change their names,
2: right? Like they change their names because their real names are too lame to be cool. Like that kind of shit. They also, you know, they don't want you to know. I guess the thing that I'm thinking of the most right now is like maybe the fiction that uh, K pop stars are like single so they can't ever be caught. <laughs> in a romantic relationship with anybody because of their image. They're trying to project to sell their availability to lonely people. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. So I'm just like, yeah, it looks like he's been caught masturbating. I know. It's so good. Like that's the face I make when (laughs) I (laughs) masturbate. Okay. I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I hurt myself.
1: <laughs> Bo left. He Bo left the show because he made a joke he that he found joke. so funny. It He's gone. Him.
0: Yeah, he says, I hurt myself. I don't know what that means, but hopefully be fine. Um, uh, all right. Well, that covers our games we played. This is perfect timing because this is where we take a break anyway. When we come back, dear Martha. A return to the Steam reviews today for Dear Martha. Oh my gosh, that'll be cool. So stick around for that. Sorry. Oh, you're oh, totally fine. Together? Okay. Yeah, yeah we're we're, it's together. break time anyway. <laughs> we figured I you'd my, already
2: left. You just I, I heard myself laughing like that.
0: I feel you. Don't blow it. Don't blow a gasket or whatever it is. Right,
2: I gotta go. I'll go jacket.
0: Yeah, go. Oh, jeez. Uh, anyway, we'll be back soon with more. Stay tuned. Oh hi everybody! We're back and it's time for Dear Martha. And some of you might be going, "Oh, another magazine?" No. Today we dip tap, dip tap. We dip back yep. into what we used to do before, which is uh, some steam reviews. John's got a little uh, little offshoot today, a little steam review business. Anything special here, John? For the
1: no, I'm just going to rapid fire these until I feel the segments run long enough.
0: Oh, fair enough. All right, here we go in real time. Everybody, enjoy.
1: My dearest Martha. I present to you now reviews for the new PC port of The Last of Us, part one. Hey, Sony, I know how to fix this port. Step one, Fire Iron Galaxy and whatever clown or clowns decided to use them to develop this port. Step two, tell Nix's software, who you already own, to drop everything they're doing and fix this hot garbage. It's mind-boggling that they screwed this up so bad. 3080 Ti, and 12th Gen i7 with NVMe SSD BTW. Yours in this life, Grenade Hippo. (laughs) By the way. Dear Martha, I got a job, got married, had kids, got divorced, died, and came back to life by the time the shaders were done downloading. (laughs) All of this to realize that the game runs like shit. Shit. This game also eats your VRAM for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Please do not buy until the game is better optimized. Yours in this life, Chaos HN. All right. <laughs> Dear Martha, 80 gigabyte download, one hour. Unpacking the game, 45 minutes. Building shaders, 45 minutes. Loading prelog 10 minutes actually playing five minutes stutter and crash five minutes actual playing five more minutes stutter and crash five minutes requesting a refund one minute fun had zero minutes
3: Ooh.
1: Oof. yours in this life and the next pal panzer
3: <laughs> Martha's going my on. dearest martha
1: <laughs> controls don't work can't sprint camera juddery at all resolutions and settings rtx 4090 no excuses.
4: Crash. <laughs> Yours in this life? Zero data. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: My dearest Martha, I haven't had any crashes, but wow, does this game run like hot trash or what? The game looks great. If only I could keep it above 60 frames per second on high slash ultra settings. RTX 3080 and a 5900X on enough. Getting a solid 50 frames per second at the main menu. Rendering a window. Why? What's the point of keeping your hardware up to date if half the games these days aren't optimized? Am I supposed to drop over a grand on hardware every year just to be able to play these games comfortably? Or maybe the gaming industry could just get it shit together. <laughs> Anyways, I'll give it a 4 out of 10 right now because the port itself is actually sucks too my favorite part is Joel's massively delayed movement in respect to the crosshair also no multiplayer TLDR the gaming industry is now releasing early access ports turning a 10 out of 10 game into a 4 out of 10 game wow. yours in this life uh Blaggy the Cat
0: Wow, Blaggy the Cat weighing in is that your last one
1: <laughs> no one oh, more okay. my dearest Martha the crash of us Yours in this life and the next, T-Bert.
3: <laughs> yeah, this
0: thing, we didn't talk about it in the news uh, or yet at all, but this thing is getting some real hate. People are mad, and I don't blame them. I mean, its a, it sounds like it's a bad port.
2: Iron I sounds G, what, like they what? could have installed it on any of their PCs and figured this out. They didn't need to unleash it to the public to know it was going to yeah like they have to have a range of computers right like right. let's grab some old computers and see how this stuff goes you know with some yeah yeah it's a bummer um the the it's
0: a bigger bummer because this is on the heels of this incredible year for this franchise like remakes that are running really great on the playstation for one part two uh you know it widely acclaimed the show having incredible success across the board and mainstream media like real well done everybody And then Iron Galaxy's like, here's this, and farts out a a shit port, which is a bummer. But you know why that name's familiar? Remember uh, Arkham Knight, the 2015? Uh uh, Yeah, remember that? Yeah. Iron Galaxy. Oh, boy. That's your problem. You got your wrong. Thanks
4: a lot, Iron Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah,
0: thanks, fellers.
4: Anyway. Maybe uh, discover a different kind of metal. I don't know. Figure your (laughs) shit out, I guess.
0: Platinum Galaxy. (laughs) Tear, tear down all your shit and start over like I do in uh in P what is it uh, Dyson's Fear program DSP yeah DSP <laughs> can't think of the damn letters <laughs> all right uh that's it for that let's get into a few items that we didn't cover in the news yeah! uh you can sort of fix how weapons break in Tears of the Kingdom we talked about that uh, if you want to learn more there's a great big article on GameSpot about it i would recommend reading it
1: game um, looks really cool yeah like For all the we've just talked about the weapons breaking like that gameplay demo was amazing.
0: I agree. I sure wish it was like and the Switch 2 coming out the same week. And this is now for the Switch. I kind of wish that was happening. Part of me.
1: That is a little bit of a hurdle for me. Like, Like the thing and this sounds awful. This is like the definition of first world problems, I guess, is like as exciting and cool as it is. I still don't think it's enough for me to go dig out and charge my switch and play it.
0: <laughs> I mean, the other thing is this is a now a $70 product. So in between, um, breath of the wild likes like the first breath of the wild and this breath of the wild price, this is a $20 price hike, but that's the industry price hike. So I kind of get it, but it feels a little weird paying this, this price here for this. I don't know. It's what, like almost 90 something or 95 bucks Canadian. It's crazy. I guess that's the price of video games now triple a baby yeah. uh square enix has released final fantasy seven uh seven yeah nft trading cards it happened are you excited for
1: final oh, fantasy seven mm. still continues to get drug into this propaganda machine of nfts and all of that yeah the game most about fighting the corporate man continues to be the whipping dog of the corporate man. Yeah, it's unfortunate. At least you do get some physical stuff,
2: right?
0: Yeah, so it says here the card set is a mix of both physical and digital goods. It's a sealed display box that contains 20 physical card packs with six physical trading cards. And there are 207 design variations as well as one exchange ticket that can be redeemed for any one digital card of choice. Uh, the exchange program deal uh, details will be revealed at a later date um let's see i'm trying to see what the price there's a bunch of premium cards gold foil blah blah blah
1: this has actually been the trend on their nft stuff though because their their first toe dips have been on uh statues which Mm -hmm. is a physical thing that also comes with the digital nft
4: element as well mm -hmm. these are
2: just random card packs yeah, I don't you get think they... 20 like a pack has six trading cards plus one digital card exchange ticket per pack. Right. So it's like buying a box of boosters. Like you're not getting the 1 to 200 no, no of the art. You're getting Oh, but like I'm looking at these cards like this is like the lowest effort. Like, forget the NFTs for a second. The actual <laughs> card art and what they're doing with it is the lowest effort. They don't look that great. When I'm looking, I'm looking at the samples. No, it's just their key art on paper. Yeah. for eighty dollars. Like I'm like, eh. some of it's
0: old, some of it's new, some of it looks like concept art from the nineties.
2: Like I guess the best case scenario is you can put this in a frame display if you're a super. Like there are super Final Fantasy super fans who would like put stuff like in a display. Yeah, yeah. but I don't
0: know. Yep. I don't know either. Not really my jam, but 80 bucks. I don't know, John, is
1: it tempting 80 bucks? Come on. No, now. not even remotely. Uh, no, not interesting. I was much closer to buying the, uh, the statue business. Yeah. Cause you, you can it. get a, you can get a non NFT version of the statues. And I actually think those look cool. Yeah. Um, I like the look of them because it's like kind of a, a hybrid of the original PlayStation style with, uh, modern sensibilities but you can get
2: no holy shit john check this out and scott hang on i'll I'll
0: link it to you look what you can get okay let's see what we can get you putting this in discord oh look at
1: this oh yeah we talked about this on the show did we yeah i forgot cloud address oh we did talk. they they have some great like they have some great figurines and stuff like that like For all the joke about NFTs and all that, like there, there is some good merchandise on there. This is certainly not it, but yeah, Yeah. square continuing to just double down on the NFT thing. But to me, it's like buy the version that doesn't come with the NFT, it's less expensive and who cares? Is there a big call for,
0: uh, I know he's kind of androgynous anyway, but is there a big call for lady version of cloud? Is that a thing? people want?
1: Well, no, you wore, wore a dress in the game. You oh, that's what that
0: this reference is? Okay. I never got that yeah. far. I need to finish
2: Oh, that you joke. never got that far? Yeah, no. I guess you fell off, eh? I, I did, but I didn't off mean off. to. There's no reason to. I need to get it, back to it. it. There's even, like, a thing. There's, set, there's three different dresses, and how well you perform is how good of a dress you get.
0: Uh, is this tempting at 200, John? You guys shell out that kind of, no, this, is, this is star trek know. online cash right here i mean like is.
1: yes it's tempting but i uh, like i'm happy when i can afford groceries <laughs> like i'm not gonna buy a 200 hundred dollar cloud figure
0: no i wouldn't either
1: I don't or, right now like oh it was a 20 dollar trip to the grocery store i hope my card goes through it did great uh, it's a happy day for me i'm not gonna buy cloud and address but but let's say fun. you it's had great.
2: some disposable income is this making the list yeah would you do it
1: uh it wouldn't be the highest on the list but you know I would yeah, argue like,
2: with it I, I'm I'm like sort of tempted to I mean I don't I'm not again same with me I'm trying to save for a house I'm like yeah you know but I like uh, I like these figurines a lot better than the stupid NFT cards
0: yeah I agree which is the point uh real quick the the Blizzard gear store has this statue of Inarius 26 inch premium diablo 4 statue which you know Inarius love him or hate him he's you know we're gonna get more yep. of them in four. But that thing is eleven hundred
1: dollars. It's eleven hundred dollars. Eleven hundred still not as expensive as How the big? Final Fantasy Six statue. Oh, yeah. How big is the statue uh, again?
2: Twenty
0: six inches tall is all. It's not that tall. That's what more than, that's over two feet, but Oh
2: my god, it's fifteen hundred Canadian. Yeah, that's a lot, dude. It's a lot. Yeah. That's a I'd expect something a little closer to half life size or something like that. For what fifteen hundred dollars? What if they gave you an I'm NFT?
1: I'm putting a link in Discord because you know I got a one up. What if, you get Inarius, what if you get an
0: Narius But if you get an narius NFT, Bo, then then what?
1: No, I mean NFTs are dumb. I mean that's the main part
2: of the story, and yeah. Square Enix is d- double down on the dumb in this case. Here, like <laughs> the whole world is like, you know, this is a scam, and the screenix is like la 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 la
1: la la la. Oh my gosh, John, you.
0: thirteen thousand eight hundred? Are you kidding me?
1: Yeah, wait. It's a what? Steal at dollars for this statue? Are you who, kidding? Who is this? What is this character? Who am I looking at? That's six. Uh, who's the lady? Final though? Fantasy VI, Terra. Terra. Oh, Terra. Yeah. Attack yeah. armor.
2: Terra's the 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 draw.
3: I
1: guess if so. there's a wait list for it. I'm sure they didn't make a ton of them. Can I get a discount if they? Or
0: you know what? I'll pay extra to get the Moogle guys off of it. Take is this light size journal or
2: is it twenty-six inches?
1: It's 1-6 scale.
2: So that probably. Do you, do you get do you get the Japanese guy with it as well?
1: <laughs> yep, like, yeah. <laughs> he just he comes to your house. And tells you. If you
2: scroll farther, just, just, Scott, you'll see him. Just go to the right on the pictures uh, on this carousel. Uh, on the right, on, oh, go up, 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 up on the carousel. This right? One right here. Okay. It's a slideshow, so just press right and keep going through the images. Yeah, keep going, go, 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 You have to go wild. Uh,
0: yeah, the keep guy going. on the table, the guy <laughs> at the Oh, table. this guy. Keep this guy, here. Yeah. You yeah. yeah. that guy. Oh, fun, like, yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Can I get yeah. him? Okay. Re- you know what? Yeah. Put him sitting here instead of these Moogle Googles, whatever they are.
1: The, the Moogles are great. Hate them. The Moogles are
4: great. No, I not. prefer.
2: Yeah, the no, Moogles are all right with me. I hate
4: them.
1: Yeah. And Mog in Final Fantasy VI is awesome, too, so.
2: Yeah. All is right. this, wow! It's six, is this the most expensive one, or the? Like, I one?
1: like to me. This is you know the most expensive one I've seen. It's a beautiful statue. I'd love it. Yeah. I can't afford. Two hundred dollar cloud and address. I definitely can't afford the fourteen hundred. Yeah, I mean, you could get a or no fourteen thousand dollars statues. the smoke.
0: most expen- The cheapest thing I have on here are these near automata, uh, little chibby looking guys. They're tiny, and they don't really look like they're worth the fifty bucks they're charging. But that's the cheapest thing you can get here. Most everything's at hundred and fifty and above. Oh, this one of cloud and his bike. I don't know. Kai is it Kai? I don't know the character. Anyway, dude and his bike from 7.
2: Zach or... Oh, wait, is it... um, Romeo? What's that guy's name? That's it. Yeah, so I'm thinking of. But I can't remember his name. Yeah, Roche, yeah. Roche or Rock or is it Rock? I think his. Yeah, Rock. I think it might be Rock or something. But Kai might be his Japanese character. Oh.
0: name. Now that's a badass motorcycle, and he's super. He's posable. Like all of his stuff moves. That's really cool. But I'm not paying 4.99 for, or 4.69 for that.
2: The way they did that guy in remake was awesome. That guy kicks ass.
0: I gotta finish that game so I can see these people.
2: Yeah, yeah. You got. You got to. Oh, that game's so good. It makes me cry. I
0: know. I'll do it. I have it. I'll just, I just need to do it. Um, Okay. What else real quick? Oh, this is kind of some sad, potentially sad news. PSVR sales are so low that analysts, uh, trusted analysts are advising they need to do a price cut to avoid disaster. Uh, Something like 200 and something thousand uh, units were sold. That is not enough to justify Sony's investment in their latest PSVR probably makes some regret no backwards compatibility and a few other issues that would have helped um i just think quest
2: eating their lunch yeah you can argue quest doesn't do good either but like from a consumer perspective experimental technology do you want to buy a ps5 and buy this and pay full price for games or do you want to pay the minimum amount possible because you think it's cool which is you know i did that yeah. um have cheaper games be able to hook it up to your pc yeah. Or just have it stand alone. Remember, PS2 VR is wired. You have to there's no standalone where you don't wire it. So, yeah. you know, I it's probably not good in, like we don't need a premium VR headset. There's that doesn't hook to your PC and take advantage of that st- like with the PC has to offer. Yeah. So yeah. It's also a it's timing higher. issue. Like it's just bad timing. This is there's a
0: lot of price increases out there that are making cost of living. Cause an issue for a lot of people, so you're being asked yeah. to spend yeah. 500 bucks on a yeah. peripheral for a device where, if even if you hold the old one or own the old one, you're not going to be able to play any of those games. Yeah. we hangover games. mode
2: financially. This isn't the pandemic where we're happy to have things to do in the house. Everyone's starting to make plans, and everything. The price went up insane, yeah. and continues to go up.
0: So the actual the actual quote here from the analyst is um, IDC analyst Fran, uh, Francisco Geronimo is his name. <laughs> That's great. Uh, has said, to quote, I suspect a price cut on the PSVR 2 will be needed in order to avoid a complete and utter disaster of their new product.
2: So, bleh. I guess they don't want a warehouse full of them. They're better to sell them off and try and make money on the back end by making great VR games. Yeah, see? It's but, the experience um, that matters. It's already got to be a loss. Like, I just don't... Yeah. With, yeah. All, with this insane competition, it's a gimmick sell. I think a lot of people look at it like you would look at the Wii board... What? The um, Wii? What the was it? Wii, Wii oh, fit? the Wii, uh, Wii Fit. Wii Fit is yeah, it? Wii yeah. Fit or the Connect? Remember the Connect? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Had a You use it like five days and then it sits <laughs> in the ch- I still have it. It's in the closet behind me. Yeah. It's a paperweight for my closet. It's yeah. just extra weight that my house has to carry. I like uh, for the, the dance 20 game. 20 years. There was a dance you know,
0: game I really liked with it, but other than that, that thing got no use out of it. I, I
2: mean. Yeah, I played that dance game. I know what you're talking about. I had it, but it has a feature where it replays your dance, but yeah. in fast speed back to you. Yeah. And it was so embarrassing. <laughs> I didn't touch it again. Like I didn't need to see that. Yeah. I, I liked it better in my imagination that I was being good and cool. I did not need to see a video of what I just did. No, it killed the fun for me. Compl- I'm like, it's recording me.
0: Yeah, and it does, it and funny. it listens to everything you said. It had good voice command stuff, though. I was impressed with that at the time. Yeah, uh,
2: I think Pol- I wanted it to be better than it was. Unfortunately, it true. It's yeah.
0: been confirmed that Project Polaris is to be, uh, will be Witcher Four. It's being worked on. We knew this though. Hello. This isn't that surprising,
2: right? Well, the guy was denying it. the The leader of the um, CD <laughs> Project, Red CD Project Red, like, like I think it, it was it's a few people had had leaked, and they're like, "We have absolutely not announced it." But there was an earnings call because the link I provided was to the audio of it. Oh, right. And it's 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 linked here. It's, it's right like to indebted, the time. embedded at
0: the time, so you'll just start it right up. All right, know, here we cool. go. Check it out, everybody. Let me turn it up all the way. Here we go. It's playing.
5: I'm going to take, take, a, take a little the, bit. The, the, the first one. Um, we are uh, preparing many things on the pipeline sides and toolset sides. Uh, some developers are still learning the technology, and at the same time, there are teams working uh, together with Epic on uh, all those aspects that are needed. For our oh, open-world RPGs, yeah. and definitely for the first project, I mean Polaris, uh, it will maybe not slow down, but it it won't accelerate the, the, the processes. But for the for the for the next projects, we we assume that uh, it it should smoothen the the production. That was that was one of the reasons uh, behind. Uh, behind saying the strategy that we want to release three big Witcher games within six years, starting from from the, the release of Polaris, oh. which is feature four. Oh.
3: He
0: there did it is. he announced it did he think yeah. he meant to? It sounded like he didn't mean to, kind of.
2: Well I mean it's <laughs> it's probably a gaff, but I think the website that's linked to I think their their recordings are a part of the public record. Like it's the 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 account's called C D Project Red IR,
0: so
4: hmm. I don't know what I thought we already knew about this, and
1: it was going to be School of the Links and all of that.
0: I knew, there, I knew there was a Witcher 4 in development, but I don't think we knew that Polaris was the game. Oh, we
1: just didn't yeah. know that it was the code name Polaris. Yeah, because for all we
0: knew, that was some other IP, or that was a cyberpunk thing, or nobody knew. But now we know. So Polaris, yep. Witcher 4, coming first, Unreal Engine 5, point whatever they'll be doing by then. I'm actually really excited to see what they do with that engine, because their engine was getting a little jank.
2: Yeah, with meta humans. You'll now yeah. get to see them say the C word and even more fidelity. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of that C word in the game, you know. That,
0: great. that that um demo they did at GDC that's been floating around, the capture, face capture they did in like two minutes with an iPhone and then converted it to Unreal, ready to just be put into the game and they use the girl from oh that game Bo you played it recently, the um the, the one in Iceland where it's scary.
2: And she's oh Hellblade's hellblade hellblade that lady.
0: Uh, she does this quick. Yeah, demo.
2: that was really good. Eh?
0: Unbelievable! Like I could not believe how quick that went, and how I don't know. Whatever. We're heading into a new, whole new era, and it's getting it's getting both yeah, exciting v-tubing and Vtubing is just
2: getting started, boys and girls. Oh, Everyone's yeah. going to be vtubing. Yep. I kind of want be I'm going to be a, a high resolution Tyrannosaurus Rex.
0: I want a vtube, and then no one know it's me. I want to start a whole separate side of my life over there.
2: Yeah, do it. You can do it now. You can start. I'm it's gonna. Just I second. just
0: need the tool. I need to get my you head get around your the tools. Vroid
2: Studio, maybe, or is um, it Vroid? Yeah, you don't want to use VR chat. That's like pretty cumbersome. I think there's some Vroid Studio to make your avatar, and then you get some software that you know gives you a cam output. There's some stuff on Steam. Some of it's free, but I don't know. I think the best ones are obviously get custom made. But you're an artist. I think probably yeah. that you can use your art and the tools to put something together, maybe. Does
1: it have if to be? If he used his art, we would know, though. Yeah, it did or have to be. At least strongly else. suspect.
2: Yeah. This might be the way to go because
0: from what I can tell, this v studio is all anime-looking people. So that would be a good yeah, way to Yeah, but hide. I think
2: you can upload your own shit. You know, like, yeah, yeah it's all anime, but I would be willing. I think. I don't know. You'd have to. I don't know it full, but I've been looking into it because it's just interesting. Um, the technology is not – there's a level – What's it, the barrier to entry is not that high. You have a head start if you can do art. I think the biggest thing when I look at it is, well, I can't really draw things, so i got to contract out work.
0: I'm going do to download it and there. check it out. Oh, they have a Mac version too. That's cool.
2: All right. I'm going to look at all that.
0: Um, and so if you guys see a really popular VTube channel show up that you have no idea who it is, it's probably not me. Okay?
2: I think you should just lean it. Don't worry about why do you got to I don't know, why? unexplored some side of yourself. No, no, you no, it's not that. Hit. It's
0: like the next phase of uh, uh of my life could be tricking the whole world into thinking that some I don't know, 19-year-old hot up-and-coming VTubers out there rocking and rolling. I'll do some voice stuff so I sound like I'm I'm 19 again. Like I got this <laughs> this whole idea how i can like go next phase with this but it's all dumb and i'm probably not going to do it
2: you want to be young again
0: well
1: finally just do a big face reveal and be surprised it was me all along this
0: happens all the time there's some korean influencer that everybody thought was like an 18 year old girl that fixed up motorcycles and one of the videos glitched and it turns out some 58 year old dude (laughs) who's been doing the whole thing the whole time It was just faking it like yeah. I don't know why I find that fascinating. I don't want to fool people. The goal is to go see it's, jo- like, it's the
2: Joey Pants conundrum, right? I know the steak isn't real, but it looks like steak and it Kinda tastes like yeah. steak. Yeah, yeah, or or even better, that's the where people get uncomfortable. Where it's like, oh, maybe you have an intimate encounter with the lady avatar with a wonderfully feminine voice, and oh, maybe it maybe it's a it's a dude, and it says something about your sexuality, mm-hmm. or it says something about the ephemeral nature of what we find pleasure, like. It's prob it's fine. It's probably fine. And like all that stuff that's in between. Yeah. In that exploration where, be- you know, you're not, this isn't pervy stuff you're doing. You just want to be like, I want to, I, I want people to be into me because I'm a kid. Cause people just seem to gravitate towards youth. Right. And there's something kind of fun about that. And I think as you get older, you definitely miss, I mean, I start to miss that too, or I just want to be a. 20 year old and then i have to remember well i'm a 40 year old so if i say certain things people are gonna take it a certain way <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. i can't just be like boogers 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 penis poo and you know <laughs> you're like you're 43 years old why are you behaving that way boogers, you boogers, know like, boogers penis poo <laughs> um I, but uh, to <laughs> you know, me it's like, to, to
0: me it's like daft punk you never want to see under the helmets i don't want to know I'd rather the illusion of these eternal robot men making music. I don't need to see what's under there, and I know pictures exist, well, but they, I avoid them. They broke up too. Well, they didn't break up; they just quit making music. I think they still hang and stuff. <laughs> it's,
3: it's the
1: same thing.
0: Yeah, but but they but you know <laughs> I'm what I'm saying. I'm gonna
1: test anytime I think there's a VTuber that's Scott. I'm just gonna go in and go, "Hey man, how's it going?" You know what's overrated? Um, Mad Max Fury Road. Like,
0: <laughs> oh, the restraint. what's the deal?
1: It's just a it's just a movie about going to a place and then coming back. Yeah. Like.
0: It's just a, it's a restraint. I'm not sure I have. We'll have and, we'll have uh,
1: say. you know, hey, hey, question. What do you think of breakable weapons in video games?
0: <laughs> yeah. You just, you would know all the buttons to push. And, uh, before <laughs> and that you'd, way know.
2: you'd be able, you'd be able to call people boomers too. Yep. If you're pretending to be a kid, you'd be like, Oh, look at the boomer in chat. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like like somebody's in their thirties, you'd be, cause the, you'd be pretending to be young. Mm
0: hmm. Oh, that reminds me, speaking of like altering voices and appearances and all that, last week we tried to get a John voice converted. Uh Oh, right. It didn't work very well. Um, Usually I have really good luck with this, like my version. um, Let me, I'll, I'll do it now so you guys can hear how effed up this is. So this was me. And let's just say I said something like, I could sure go for a pizza right now. Okay. So that's our sentence. And here's how I would say it. That is right there. Okay, here we go. Generate voice. Oh, come on. Why aren't you working? There we go. Okay. Whoops. Why, why didn't it play? I could sure to go for a pizza right now. I sure. What? I could sure. That's go. You. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, could
1: I could sure, sure to, to go, go to for a pizza, a pizza right, pizza now. right now. Yeah,
0: it sounds weird. Okay, so it sounds like me. Now let's change it over to John. And I thought it would do it because
2: I gave it a good sample of you. And here's what we got. This isn't right.
1: I could sure go for a pizza right now.
2: It's not. It's not it. Whoa! There's a. There's a. There's like. Um. It's like, fifteen percent, John. There's there's, a a hint of John. Hey, I could sure go
1: for pizza right now. It's like me doing a radio voice.
2: Uh, Uh,
0: It's really weird. Anyway, but I could change my voice in real time. I could do all kinds of things. Never take my helmet off. No one would know. It'd be great.
1: You picked a weird time to sample me, though. I was kind of laughing and giggly and high energy because the show was almost over and I was going to finally get food in my belly. It was, it wasn't me. Like this right here is more me, just kind of talking, more normal.
0: Well, I tried to do it from Mario, and I got this. Let's know this.
4: I could sure go for a pizza right now.
0: It's like not even close. Because it's all, oh, hello, you know, like that kind of stuff. It was all just Martinet samples, and this, this person is not Mario. Like, listen to that.
3: I could sure go for a pizza right now. <laughs> right
4: <laughs> now. Right
2: now. Uh. I'm breaking all right. While you're bringing this up, because tangentially, I did post something about this today and mm. a sort of link, so I just added it in, but we can discuss it real quick. But someone's working on a mod for Skyrim VR, that includes using chat GPT and the voice synth you're talking about. Yeah. So there's a link to a video where he's like actually sampled the Skyrim voice actors and have them talk in their voice. But it's chat GPT output. Oh. And the Python script automatically gives them context to who they are. So it's not like you're talking to chat GPT. You're like, I'm, you know, Griswold and I take care of the bar. It's in the link if you want to play. Yeah, a I do bit want it. to. I it's want to see. This. Yeah. Okay. It's just two. it's a Skyrim VR chat GPT mod in the works. Wait, where'd you put it? In the news. In the news, sorry. Okay. Like, uh, I'll highlight it here, right? Oh, here we go, Okay. Well, the, U- the YouTube link. Yeah, I should have embedded it to the start code. Let's play a bit of this.
0: Um, oh, it is on a timer. I think you did. 51 seconds but in.
4: Hello, Skullvar. Let me check who that is. I heard Skullvar. Did you say Skullvar, Solo or Subrace? Number one.
3: Starting conversation. <laughs>
4: Greetings, it's like stranger.
3: I'm in no business
0: do you <laughs> 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 this one guy's pretty good Hold on, I have with me
4: greetings my friend my name is Hulda I am the owner and innkeeper of the bannered Mare, in White run my so
0: name- the the whole concept here is that they're That's ChatGPT ChatGPT yeah. doing context from whatever their inputs so so it's it's Dynamically generating what they're saying, so even though the voices right. aren't perfect, that's still a pretty impressive thing to do.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is like rudimentary, but it, it is what I was talking about a few weeks ago on the show, which is like give the AI, like ChatGPT, some context. You're role playing. You're playing D anD D, and I need you to play the role now of this character. And the character will also the Python script, if you've met them before, they're not gonna act like they've never met you. So it'll be like chat GPT, you're going back to playing the character of Ragnar, you met the drag and you met the character before, and you know he's a dragonborn. Go. Ooh, yeah. You know, so like like basically chat GPT can be a virtual DM in Skyrim or other RPGs. Crazy. All right. Is, I just thought it was fun that someone's actually trying to work on it and the results are actually showing promise like it's obviously really terrible like john said start conversation (laughs) just like how they do it yeah yeah. (laughs) but like you know given some development we could have like a very like immersive gameplay experience where you never know what the hell the the bot's gonna say but he will do it in character Mm -hmm. which is cool
0: it is cool almost as cool as this
3: let's go it's a me a mario
0: see it's just so wrong let's it go it's a me and mario
3: let's it go it's a me a mario. <laughs> it's me <laughs> it's me you guys hey hey
0: everybody
1: it's, it's mario
0: John, you're supposed to say and somehow still better than chris pratt uh,
1: well you know honestly here's the thing let me let me just talk about chris pratt
0: <laughs> Yeah, can mario. we take a second about chris he Pratt? he did
1: he did an interview and i gotta give him some respect because he's certainly being put through the ringer on this yeah like Every asshole with an opinion is given their opinion and it's generally not good. Right. (laughs) And instead of being like, "No, I'm going to do the best Mario voice you ever heard. It's going to be the best Mario. He, he said exactly what I genuinely believe as much fun as I've poked, yeah. which is come see it in context of the film. See what you think. I think it's fine, but I understand why passionate people care so much. And like, That's true. Yeah. Like, do I think he's the best choice? No, (laughs) he's not going to be my favorite Mario, but I bet I watched that movie and I would bet you as much fun as I make. It's totally fine.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That that's where my money is going to be. Yeah. But I do think Bob Hoskins was the best cast Mario, maybe, of all. Well, time. now we have the not technology. in the best movie, right? But he's a great Mario voice, right? There. I watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit again recently, and as soon as you started talking, I was like, Man, such a good Mario!
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: so it's
1: so oh, perfect.
2: I mad mean, at yeah. Chris Matt. Chris Matt. Chris Pratt is also kind of the wrong direction. Right. I mean, right. You know, he's, he's just a doing worker. a job. Yeah. He's a worker. He's he took, working. He took, he took the job. You he know? took like, the job. He, the, he, the issue is the company angry,
1: that's like, hey, let's get Chris Pratt instead of somebody that
2: sounds good. Director. Like, it's whoever made the aesthetic decision to be like, the now this, this is Mario. You know, like, you're sitting on the, whoever's sitting across from Chris Pratt on the couch, no. and it's like, you,
4: you're perfect.
2: Mm. Who
0: is
4: this oh, person beautiful. you're being?
2: Who is this person you're being? This, this. Whatever the director is. I don't know, like Martin Scorsese. Like, you've been captured the essence of what it means to be Mario.
1: <laughs> it's like a I little love Al Pacino it. and a little just the old man in an I RPG. I guess he more talks like, I'm Martin <laughs> Scorsese. <laughs> I love what you're doing with the Mario
2: thing. I think the people are going to love it. They're going to uh. love it. Is that more of Mario Scorsese? I don't know, but
0: if Mario Scorsese was directing the Mario animated film, I would be stoked about that. He
1: used to do, for a theater I went to as a kid, he used to do an intro talking about the importance of movies. And it used to drive me crazy, because as he was talking, it would get to the end, and he was trying to say, you know, films are so important, and maybe you'll learn something about yourself. But the way he said it in the interview is he goes... And maybe, 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 maybe you'll learn something about yourself. I was like, that is too many maybes. Why did we go with this take where he says maybe five times? And it became a running gag with me and my family where we would just add maybes multiple times to conversations (laughs) we would have with one another. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, anytime someone says Martin Scorsese, I just picture him saying maybe over and over and over again.
0: I think that's a cool thing to carry through the rest of your life with, though. I like it. Speaking of carrying things through your life, we have to carry this call through through its fruition. Check this out. That's a good question. This is a call sent to us at 801 471 They left us a voicemail. It's about combinations. And I'll just play it.
2: Here you go. Hey, this is for the core team. This is Chad. Um, I'm just
4: curious if you guys have heard of the game Stray Blade. Coming out pretty soon. It seems to be a combination of Dark Souls and an
2: animation style, almost in Fable. Um, that being two of my favorite
4: combinations, Dark Souls and Fable.
2: Um, what would be something that you guys would like to see with your favorite gameplay style and an animation style put together? Uh, love you guys. This show makes me laugh every week. Please keep doing it. Three fifty nine plus. So let's keep
0: going. So, we got all right. Um, I'm not sure you said Fable or Sable or what the first game name was because the Fable,
2: was... but the, the Tray Blade is what I got. Tray Blade, okay. Or maybe it's yeah, is that, a, like is that a game? Is it Tray Blade?
0: I don't know, I couldn't find it, but the question stands like, f- this what combination do we want? Like, if you say the gameplay of uh, see, in some ways, I would say Elden Ring is the fruition of this for people that wanted the gameplay of a uh, Souls like. And the exploration of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, or a you know a large open world game, and there's your your thing. It's not specific to animation, but there's your combination. So for me, because of where my head's at right now, I would want
4: Dyson Sphere program in
0: 40k world but though
4: all the time. 40k, oh, 40K world. K, Dyson, right. Dyson Sphere, Whoa, Dyson no, sphere 40k. Really so what I'm uh, saying is,
0: you got the Emperor King up in space somewhere, being kept alive by a bunch of tech priests. And you're well, you going to keep them alive by feeding
2: them the ten thousand yes! souls. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. You, you're really on. This. And it's, it spans the galaxy like Dyson Sphere does. It yes. has a whole galaxy of. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, Scott. You can
0: you imagine a cooler setting for this? And you would do some dastardly shit. It wouldn't be nice,
2: clean factories. It'd be. I'm. I'm going to make Costanza face again. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good thing. I'm happy. I'm telling that you
4: factory. They might yeah.
1: make this, they make every other Warhammer game. I think this combination could happen, <laughs> no, but it
2: needs to be good. Like
1: <laughs> I don't well, want to, sure. I don't want I
2: don't, to, I don't want one of the Warhammer, uh, sweatshop games. <laughs> well, sometimes they
0: are. So like their game, that's like the, that basically is the war part of c- uh, civilization is really good. That's like a really good game. And it's basically turn-based Civ, but Warhammer, um, they given the right people they could do it, but you're not wrong, Bo to worry because there's a lot of shovelware when it comes to work.
2: Yeah, shovelware, not sweatshop game. I'll use the wrong yeah. term. Yeah. Well, shovelware,
0: maybe same, maybe both things can apply, but um, but I would play the shit out of a good one of those just a factory automation thing, yeah. just copy, no, no, just carbon copy Factorio or DSP. Like you or, have to whatever. build
2: servitors or something, you know, or you have to like. You know, do something where you assemble the servitor, then the servitor does a thing. It maybe transports lungs mm-hmm. to the lung uh, processor. The lung processor turns into lung goo. Mm-hmm. The lung goo is poured into a mold that makes yep. a, something, that a, a, an urn that can house a soul <laughs> yeah. along with some sort of gem mined yeah. from... Uh, some Xenos uh, worlds or so. Yeah,
0: yeah. And you're some kind of yeah. like tech priest floating around with your cool long arm things, going for the Omni Messiah. Every once in a while, you just say that, and then
2: uh they. I mean, ooh, look I at guess this. We could pitch them. Will Warhammer give us an advance if we just? Yeah, let's just pitch this. <laughs> out, I just yeah. call if we just get if we know a contact. Here's the money. We're gonna make Dyson Sphere program, but Warhammer. We need five million. Will they just say yes? Is yeah, it like they might? Yeah, I'm pretty sure like, that's, that's how like, those
1: deals get done.
0: Yeah. I like what I like the title Ziggurat in the chat. Call it Warhammer Forge Worlds. That's a perfect yeah. name.
1: Oh my yeah. gosh, make Warhammer this video
2: 40k game. Forge
0: Worlds. Yeah, for, Warhammer yeah. 40k Forge Worlds. Oh, or just you know. Forge World. I don't care. Whatever Soul Forge program. Yeah, he he says manufactorum. That's not bad. Soul <laughs> Forge manufactorum. Tell me this isn't a great idea tell me and I'll
1: no no be-
2: no it's perfect i i i'm obviously I'm not good enough to make a game like that yeah unlike vampire survivors this is really hard yeah. yeah but it's
1: gonna be multiple weekends probably <laughs> <laughs>
3: two or but, three you
2: know that. if we could get a couple million in advance I'm sure I could we could find a maybe a talented programmer or two. yeah you know, I'm all in. i don't know it's uh, we got i just want that game we just got to finish warhammer or sorry
0: <laughs> warhammer lake run i almost said we got to warhammer
2: finish. 40k lake run <laughs> 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 oh
0: shit that's not a bad idea Thank it's you, the Misho same Tiger. as super
1: lake run it's just a lot of space marine grunting when he poops yeah it's like, rrr, rrr. For, for the for the
0: emperor Arr. uh john do you have any combos that you haven't seen happen that you'd like to
1: I mean, basically anything mixed with XCOM, and I'm in. Like, I'm such a sucker for like fun turn based uh, combat. That like, I, I it, the problem anything? is, is I keep thinking of things. I'm like, that's what I wanted Overwatch to do. That's yeah. what I wanted Starcraft to do. Stepping yeah. outside of Blizzard, I play a damn Pokemon game like that. <laughs> like, it's just that that formula always seems to work on me and i will just get in and i will uh no life it until i'm did you, done did you so. say
2: anything though in xcom a- just about anything. just so anything. go to steam i don't know if i've told you guys about this game i went to talk about it but i ended up playing it that much have you ever have talked about a game called troubleshooter no what is it so go to steam type in troubleshooter in the chat looking it up troubleshooter abandoned children so this is basically Can a, Scott show this on stream. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, okay. safe for work. It's okay, not, it's not, not one of those it looks like porn, it's a visual novel mixed with <laughs> it
1: XCOM. It looks like porn, it but looks don't like worry. porn. keep
2: the clothes <laughs> up. Well, you know what I mean? It, it looks like one of those games on Steam because it's a visual novel um mixed with XCOM. And that you have all the they're like anime-ish characters. It's by a Chinese developer. Yeah. And there's a ton apparently a ton of content. Like there's a ton of levels in this. And it's like full on XCOM style combat, except they do tornado like uh, you know JRPG bullshit. Oh, I'm just bitch. saying. You said anything? This this looks this uh, looks legitimately awesome. yeah. Cool. Kind of awesome. So I have it. I've yeah. played it, and I liked it so far. But I just haven't gotten back to it because, yeah. But it's, anyways, that's, that, that is something I played a little bit um, and meant to get back to and never did. And it's I just, it's 50% of it off about. right now. Half off. Yeah, For, $14.99. 12 uh, 14, no, 14 here. Yeah. Hey, man, Look
1: at all this DLC, man. Also, this game is $52.37 of DLC.
2: Wow. Yeah. Well, the game oh wow there's and that's well, these on are just sale it, it's, it's just cosmetics the actual oh, okay. they actually add levels all the time and don't charge for it this is just cosmetics that's great um, apparently there's actually a lot of game to it as well like just read the reviews it was at the time I got it it was overwhelmingly positive but I know this won't be everyone's cup of tea like I'm looking at one negative review localization and un- unintelligible UI they don't have someone good at English translating it so it's got the same charm as Dyson's oh good I'm good I kind of like that <laughs> and uh but yeah no it's uh it's fun i used Anyways. to think
0: i used to think the bo- you know like my favorite bad localization was japanese games because there was so much of it and that's what you got to hear but honestly bad localization from
2: chinese games are kind of Chinese over... chinese, the chinese are pretty bad at they're English, next right? level yeah some, some of them are, i mean i guess i could say the same about me <laughs> 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 so it's not yeah. shade i just it's bad you know no it'd be like
0: poor. me localizing a chinese game and like forget it yeah, yeah, yeah. it's never okay, gonna work yeah. but
2: but um, oh. no, it's, it's actually a pretty awesome for indie developer. I think it's also a small team. You know, since we're not talking 2K games here. Yeah. But um, it's, yeah, no, just, uh, just check it out. Maybe you like it, maybe you won't. It's 12 bucks, but uh, it's XCOM. It's the only other XCOM-style game I've ever seen. Modern XCOM huh. that uh, isn't XCOM. All right. Or one of the other, I guess there's like Phoenix Point or whatever.
0: Yeah, Phoenix Point's all right. I like that game. That's on Game yeah. Pass too, so no need to spend right. if you've got. And there's a,
2: the other one. Is it Bio Mutant? I think or something. I like
1: just that. really liked Marvel Midnight Suns, and I that, oh that I, was great. Yeah, that was a fun evolution of the the like gameplay good style, mashup. and yeah. I I want to see more people get creative with stuff like that.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a that's a good mashup. I'm with you on the
0: term. I uh, just turn based combat, man. It's so much fun. Done right, it's amazing. Keep that stuff coming, Internet uh all right thank you for the call you can leave us those voicemails those voicemails at 801 you can also text that number if you'd like or you can send us an email to talk to the core at gmail.com i want to say hi and thanks to some brand new patrons we got a big handful this week ian cameron wrath i said rathcock
1: uh-huh. Almost did. He almost got him, Rathok. He got him.
0: Mm, yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll yeah. count, you can count it if that was your, your plan. You got me to say it pretty much. Uh, but it's Rathok, according well, to this. That
2: might have be been his name before WoW made him
1: change it, right? Like, Yeah.
0: Maybe. That's a good point. uh, Trevin, uh Hayes Skunk. That's
1: a cool name.
2: Captain
0: that's Vampire. When a
1: skunk comes around and you just got to rib him a little bit because oh, the, they're new in town. Mm-hmm.
0: That's yeah.
2: my favorite Indica is Hayes Skunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm still thinking about Wrathcock. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, oh, Captain Vampire. Into... <laughs> Captain Vampire is also pretty cool. He's the leader <laughs> of the vampires. Yeah. And then Melon Grace. These are all cool names and cool people that have joined us over at patreoncom show where you will never get any commercials ever. You'll get pre-show content every week. You will get art in the mail now. You didn't get that before, but we broke through that record back in November, oh. and now we're making up for it by uh, backlogging it. But so
2: I think the new record for 2000 is to get you to play scary games in VR. Mm, is that it? Oh, Lord.
0: You're so. going to cool. have
1: to set that bar very high yeah. for Scott. Ten he, grand an exact episode. exact words were never again. That <laughs> usually means it's costs money. You know
0: what? If we got ten grand an episode,
4: I'd do it. Oh well, come on! You gotta be a little real. Man, I would love if we got ten grand. That's what I'm saying. Seriously, if 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 everyone who
1: worrying about groceries for me,
2: (laughs) everyone who listens signs up because you know not 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 throw shade, but I like to bring it up. The people who support are like two percent of the listener base. Oh, always, yeah, and they are beautiful, beautiful people. I'm just saying, if you don't have the money, you don't have the money, but. If we were to bring our conversion rate, you know, up to like a healthy twenty percent, let's say. Oh my gosh, ten to twenty percent. You know, Scott is. I'm. I'm. I am putting. I'm flying to Utah. I'll. Forward, I'll be able to afford the plane ticket. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm gonna kidnap him and strap the headset on, and we'll stream it, even if he doesn't want. Even to, if I don't but. want to, I would do so many yeah. things
0: if we could do this. The thing is, uh, I realize it's not always realistic to ask for such a thing, but if somehow you guys could get us to a place where everybody. making enough money to focus most of their time on core content. We could have I mean, yeah, like,
2: I oh, would it'd quit, be crazy. Yeah, I, would, yeah. I would quit the day job and you'd see me streaming more and I'd be communicating about what other cool things. Maybe D&D would come back. Yeah, I'd know. tell the
1: wife to raise
2: the baby. Yeah. What am
1: I we're doing? Pay her her baby? To raise the I'm child. making video game money. Now. Right, we're not far
2: off from being <laughs> able to do that. Like, honestly, it's one of the biggest, if I can just be real for the moment, it's one of the biggest struggles is we're so close to that threshold where I can do that. Yeah, we're getting there. But, but, you know, all, all I'd like to say is, you know, not a lot, but if you do enjoy the show, some of you have been listening for years, a dollar an episode is all it takes. Is that the minimum? Yeah, they
0: just do the minimum. Come in. $1 $1 up, you know,
2: ready. it's like four bucks. I mean, I spent, I think I bought two sandwiches at Wolfdown, the Dooner place, and it was $50. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, prices are going up, but the price yeah. of core isn't. You know, No, like the price of, we are cheap. We
0: don't inflate.
2: Okay, and we appreciate it immensely. I and wish
4: it, I didn't inflate. Yeah, oh my God.
2: we all we wow. well, I inflate.
4: I fluctuate. <laughs> so
0: it's
2: just my pitch to say. Thank- Otherwise, thank you for those who support, and we're all. I love you anyway, even if you don't. There all you right? go.
0: So, exactly. We're yeah. very well said, Bo. Uh, so anyway, go check it out. patreoncom slash show All the details are there, and we'd love to have you. Uh, also, join our Discord if you haven't yet. It's a fantastic place to hang out. The core uh, group or channel is really popping. There's always a bunch of conversation in there about all the latest and greatest. So go check that out. You can go find it at our website, frogpants.com slash core, or go straight to frogpants.com slash discord. It'll get you right in. And it covers all the Frog Pants Network. But if all you want is court, it's right there. There's a little channel. Hop in. Be a part of it. We'd love to have you. Uh, talk to the Gmail. gmail.com is the email address. Eight zero one four seven one zero four six two is our phone number once again. And now we throw it over to Fast paced Grandma, who will catch us up on what games we played today. Grandma, take it away.
4: Good Lord, y'all talked for almost four hours. The hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Hello, I thought Grandma. this was going to be a short one. Well, <laughs> here's the games they played. Seeing as you might have forgotten from four hours ago when they talked about it, <laughs> yeah, they all they all played Diablo Four, yeah. and then Scott and John played re- the Resident Evil Four remake. And then Scott played Dredge, that was the boat game, and he played Refractory, and then he also played Refactory during the Refractory period. And that's the game that's filling in for Dyson's fear when he can't be at his computer. Yeah. Uh, Bo played Diablo 4, Diablo 2, Tide, and Farthest Frontier. What about John? He didn't play shit that you all didn't play. He didn't do. He didn't do anything. He just played Diablo, No Life, to Resident Evil.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, Grandma's right. It's and true.
4: I can't argue with it. The one
0: point we need to remind people of, if you want to see this live playthrough of Resident Evil Four Remake with me and John, that is happening on Tuesdays at uh, three p.m. to five p.m. So we're doing it in two-hour chunks every week until we have beaten that game. That's a big
2: recommend, by the way. It was very
0: entertaining. Lots of fun. They're up on YouTube after, so if you miss it, definitely uh, find those there, and you'll find that link on our website as well. That's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. Have a fantastic week, and we'll see you next time.
5: If you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.
4: Thanks to the bioweapons created by Umbrella.
3: Yep.